The discussions that take place during this episode may contain topics that are controversial, sensitive, explicit, offensive, and or an inaccurate or outdated representation and or mistreatment of marginalized peoples and or cultures. This content may not be appropriate for everyone. The primary purpose of this podcast series is to entertain. While we always do our best to present factual and researched information, this does not indicate that everything said on the We Watch Disney podcast is factually and or historically accurate. We encourage you, the listener, to engage in your own research as well. Please use discretion when enjoying our show. And now, let's get on with the show. Listening to You're listening to You're listening to You're listening to You're listening to the, the We Watch, Watch Disney, Disney Podcast. Podcast. Who's calling you? Who is calling you? I don't know. Hamilton? Should we answer it live on the air? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hello? Hello? Hello. You're live. <laughs> You're on the air. Who is this? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. They're supposed to say first time, long time, and they tell me what they want to talk about today. <laughs> Michael, kick us off. And we're back. Yeah, it's a We Watch Disney podcast, a place where we chronologically review everything through the decades. That's an ice maker. Through the decades on Disney Plus. Let's go around the table. Who's here? Hills. Gally. Alex. Toya. Elsa and Dan are here as well. <laughs> or maybe I should say ahoy. <laughs> she just wanted to say She's hi. She's loud. I can shut her off though. No, it's fine. It's fine. She's cool. Literally. Get it? <laughs> so cool. All over my joke, I was going to say ahoy, mateys, because... Our film today is a 1950 live-action film, Treasure Island. Oof. <gasps> the crowd goes wild. <laughs> I sense some strong feelings about this movie around the table already, and we haven't even begun. I know, I know, Gelly down there has some strong it was, feelings. It was great. He's thinking his words, he's stroking his beard, <laughs> trying to formulate what he's going to say. It was great. I don't know. Mass confusion. I, yeah, it wasn't horrible. I didn't it, wasn't, it wasn't bad. Yeah. I have, like, a weird love-hate relationship with this movie. You've watched it, like, four times. I've watched it four really? times. I'm sorry. For, I watched this, it, for this podcast? I yeah. watched it once by myself. Then like, I watched it with... Toy. The, yeah, just to... Just to okay. Yeah, I usually watch it once by myself just to, like, watch it. Unless I've seen it before. Then I watched it with Toya the next night. And then I watched it a third time to, like, write notes and everything. So, really, it was only three. Three okay. times. Okay, three times. But still, that's... Two times too many. Four and a half hours worth of your life. You know, when you put it that way, it's a little depressing, actually. Um, it makes it feel any better. I watched the beginning twice. Okay, well. But I will say, if I was going to watch a movie for three times, and would you say four and a half hours? Where, this wasn't the worst. I, in my opinion, it wasn't the worst, because it's not like a good movie, but was, I was wildly entertained by it this It was better than Swiss Family <laughs> Robinson. Oh, really? I like Swiss, Swiss Family oh, Robinson over this one. Oh my I mean, God. at least this one was in color, too. Uh, so. yeah. No, I'm with you, Toya. This is better than that. <laughs> and shorter. Strong yeah. feelings about losing that episode aside, this one was better. Yeah. 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 Alright, well, 
you guys like Swiss Family Robinson. Oh. You know what? I think I sometimes think because there's like a newer one than the one that we reviewed that we lost. Mm -hmm. But uh, and I watched the newer one, and the newer one that's in color isn't as bad. That one's pretty good. Okay. So I think that's what I think back to whenever we talk about. That Swiss makes Family sense. Well, I'll makes hold sense. you to that when we get to it. It's in like the 70s, right? I think so. I think like 76. Yeah. Okay, so we're on 30 years old. Yeah. We'll get there quicker than you think. Yeah. We're, the We're already in the 50s. <laughs> Alex is like, I can't believe I signed up to do this for the rest of my life. <laughs> Some of the movies I like. Some of them I'm just like, what? I didn't get you, we didn't get your feelings about, well, not all your feelings, but you didn't like this movie? It's not that I didn't like it. I just started off immediately like, what's going on? And it does start slow. And I kind slot. of kept that same energy the entire movie. <laughs> like, what is happening? You know? Like, okay. why? What, why? You know? So it's an hour and a half of confusion for you. Pretty much. And then I and dozed off. And yeah, okay. then me asking my questions. And I'm like, wait, are they friends? Are they not? Like, what's happening here? Like, so there was a lot of that. There was a lot of switching sides in this yeah. movie. A lot of switching sides. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. All right. Well, let's get started. We'll do the background of this movie first. Treasure Island, come aboard the good ship Hispaniola and set sail with young Jim Hawkins and the wily one-legged pirate John Silver in search of buried treasure. Yeah. Long John Silver? Yeah. Long John Silver. Yep. Based on the 1883 novel of the same name by Robert Louis Stevenson. Which I read. You did read it. A long time ago. Do you remember it? Not that well. So you can't tell me differences between the two? No, but I do remember the beginning is a little different. But it's Ooh, fine. what's different? I, I just, I don't really know how to explain it. Right, I well, just when we get to the beginning if you remember anything. Okay, I, if I remember it, yeah. But okay. I remember the book was really boring. I'll just say that. It was written not well. To oh. me. Oh, okay. I, I, it was a very. What came I, out first, the book or the movie? Well, this the, the book, book came out in 1883. Oh. Yeah. So it was it's just, a little bit before this 1950. It's book. hard. <laughs> it's probably like if I went back and tried to read it now, it would probably be like less boring because I know the story, and also, it would be. I, I don't know. I feel like as an adult, it's easier to read stuff sometimes that's written old, you know, mm -hmm. old timey. Yeah. Yeah. Treasure Island is Walt Disney's first all live action movie. Now, I know we've done Swiss Family Robinson, Miracle on 34th Street, that's RKO, and 20th Century Fox, respectively. Um, and the movies like The Reluctant Dragon, Song of the South, they've got animation in them as well. Right. So this is his full 100% uh, live action, no animation whatsoever. Okay. I was actually going to ask, this was, because I, I know like Miracle on 34th Street, that wasn't a Disney movie. They no, like that's acquired Fox, it. Yeah. yeah, so this one was a Disney movie. It is. Okay. It's made by Walt Disney, their studios. Um, that, that almost wasn't the case, though, because Walt did consider putting in a brief animated sequence in this film, specifically Reynard the Fox he was going to include. Who the hell is the fox? I'll tell you about him. <laughs> um, there was no fox in the movie because they ultimately decided that uh, it was scrap. They didn't think it was necessary. However, the concept art for that was developed by the animators would later become the basis of Robin Hood. Ah. So it reflects it in that way. I love that movie. 23 years later when that movie comes out. Wow. They just save all the animation. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> Alright, so this part, here's my favorite part of the background of this movie. So why was it made? After World War II, there were post-war restrictions in place regarding transferring money and profits overseas. As a result, all the profits that he had made um, in the United Kingdom from his cartoons were essentially stuck in the UK, unable to be sent back home in the US. So rather than just like wait it out or just, you know, whatever, he just decided, ah, fuck it, I'm going to make a movie with all this money. So this movie is made solely off of his UK profits from cartoons. Oh. Put it to good use. Hmm. Okay, well, at least he got to use it. Yeah. Um, cultural impact from this movie. So 
obviously this movie's not the first movie to have pirates in it, um, but Robert Newton, who plays Long John Silver, it's, he's considered to have an iconic performance because his way of speaking is like kind of first of its kind with like R after like every phrase and everything. The pirates didn't talk like that. They didn't talk like that. Exactly. And I actually asked that when we were watching it. I was like, what do you think? Like, where, where do you think the inspiration came from for pirates to talk the way that they do? And Dan was like, well, let me tell you. <laughs> Go ahead. No, I want, I want all the flowers for this. Go ahead. Tell what them. do you mean the flowers? Because I told you exactly this. And then today you had to confirm somewhere else, didn't you? Oh, wait, what were we watching? Behind the oh, Attraction. Oh, we were watching Behind the Attraction uh-huh. on Disney+. Plus and they the Pirates act- of the Caribbean one? Yeah. Yes, and they actually I discussed that. that. Yeah, they and were talking about how they? this movie, yeah. This historian slash author, I forget his name, literally said word for word what I had said to Toy the night before. Yep. <laughs> so how did you know? From doing research? Or? From doing my research, of course. Yeah. So, like, I know what I'm talking about a little bit here. So, <laughs> we bit. know, we know. So, like, before this, I mean, I don't really know how many pirate-themed things were before this movie, but, like, yeah, they didn't, um... The phrases Arg! Are, yeah. Arg. And ye matey and all that. Yeah, like, some of the phrases are there, but, like, constantly, like, saying, are you, you know, swashbuckling, that kind of stuff yeah. was from this performance. Yeah. Oh, just fun you fact. scurvy scum. Yeah. That's my favorite thing from, um, <laughs> yeah. the Pirates Ride. International Talk Like a Pirate Day is on September 19th this year, so... Oh, all right. Okay. Oh, wait, no. There. You mean coming up? Like mm. this? Yeah. Of 2024, up. yeah. Well, we timed this one really poorly. <laughs> <laughs> we did. Yeah. But my cousin loves to, her and her entire family do it every Ooh, year. Rebecca. Jill. Oh. No, not Rebecca, no. Jill, like Jill and her right? kids, they, they talk like pirates every, all day, every that, year. That yep. That <laughs> household must get really old really quickly that day. <laughs> I don't know. Jill looks so fun. Hmm. Elsa has a lot of opinions. She comes on every nine minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's cold. Start the timer. <laughs> uh, they also ran into trouble during filming for this movie, specifically for the casting of Bobby Driscoll as young Jim Hawkins. Bobby is an American actor, and they're filming overseas in the UK. With UK money. Yeah. Um, Bobby unintentionally violated British labor laws. <gasps> As he well, did not, it's not his fault. It's not his fault, but he did not have a Ministry of Labor work permit. And on top of that, he's only 12 years old, which is two years below the age limit to, like, work. For in the, wow, he was 12? He looked younger to me. Yeah, or to obtain one of those, you know, yeah. permits. Court fined Bobby, his father, and Walt Disney Productions 100 pounds each, which today is about $1,500. Oh, my God! Um, and they prohibit... Well, for, for a 12-year-old, that's kind of a big deal. $1,500? <laughs> yeah, I guess. But in today's money, you said that's like $1,500? Today's money is $1,500. I would pay the fine to like have to be an actor. Well, yeah, but like well, no, think about it's it. It's really 3000 Yeah, because the dad had to pay it. But right. how, much, Wait, how much did he get paid to do the movie? That's a good question. That I don't know. I mean, the movie did make a lot of money. It, they, it they, doubled they, their they profits. They for all of the fines. I would think Disney did, right? They would have to. Like, it's their fault. I mean, they casted him. They brought him overseas. Right. But what Disney did do, because uh, Bobby was also prohibited from further work on the film after this ruling, Disney does a workaround for this. They appeal the case, and in the three-month span that the case was under appeal, they rushed Bobby to film all of his scenes and send him back to the U.S. So any scene with Jim Hawkins in it that was filmed in a three-month span... Um, there's some scenes where he's got like a body double like a UK body double but they filmed all the scenes they rushed through it and then they sent him back to the US and uh, the UK courts was not happy with Disney about that one 
there's nothing they would really do because it was kind of like a loophole, but they felt like they were like uh, they were cheated essentially and Disney got the better they kind of them. <laughs> like, yeah. Pretty clever on their part. Yeah. yeah, I mean it was smart, but sneak. Like yeah, they were not too happy. I can't find how much he made on the movie. Oh, wait, can we talk about the thing? What's the thing? I really don't know what you're talking Did about. Did anybody recognize? The oh, kid? I was gonna do that later, but oh, we can do sorry, that now. No, no. We need to do it now. Okay, we do it now. <laughs> so. I'm going to preface this by saying I'll give Toya credit because she got it right away. So she's not going to answer. Did this kid, Bobby Driscoll, look familiar? Not really sound familiar, but did he look familiar to anyone? He looked like a pig to me. Okay. A pig? Which, you're going with a pig? Okay, Hillary's going with a pig. You His could... nose was like a pig's nose. Is there, is there... was so cute. All right, I'll give you a little bit of hint that might give it away. Is there any other Disney animated character who's kind of got like a turned up nose or even if you just picture Bobby Driscoll's face in your head does he look like any other Disney character yeah Pinocchio not Pinocchio I don't know then I give up main character yeah don't don't give too many hints I mean, stop it I mean we're failing already <laughs> no I just need I just need to like think with no distractions I need to everyone, think right. I, didn't so get, everyone, I didn't get this many hints okay let, everybody let Hills quiet. think for a minute everyone nobody be... look at her just give her a <laughs> I don't want to well you also had so him in front of you. Should I bring up a picture of him? Maybe yeah. refresh the memories? Yeah. Alright. Oh. Wow. When you hear it, you're going to be like, damn. I know. Because then it's all here to see. Yep. Oh, Peter Pan. There you go. Good job, Hills. Winner's Hills. Game to me. Peter Pan, he is the voice uh, voice actor, and he's also the, the face of Peter Pan, it's too. It's funny, because when he came on the screen, I was looking at him, and I go to Dan. I'm like, he looks really familiar. Mm -hmm. Was he in something else? And Dan's like, he looks familiar to you? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, really? He's, and he like told me, like, he's been in two other things that are Disney things. And he's like, and you've seen... I saw, oh, well, saw I saw both. Yeah, he was like, you've seen both. And I was like, okay. I was like, it's his face. It's just like, you know. And I was like, he sounds familiar, too. And he said, well, he was a little older. And then, like, after 30 seconds, I was like, oh, my God, that's Peter Pan. <laughs> I think you really can see it when he, like, scowls. Yeah, because, yeah. like, it's the same... eyebrows. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He gets, yeah. like, you know. Well, at first I was looking at it, and I was like, he looks like a pirate there. And then it made me think of Captain Hook. And then I was like, oh, my God, it's Peter Pan. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. Well, good job, Hills. And good job, Toy. You got it, like, immediately when you, mm. yeah. All right, how was the film received? Surprisingly, it was received very, very well. Mostly positive Why from critics. Why is that critics. surprising? Well, because there's mixed reactions at this table. I mean, yeah. But... Well, if you think back on the time when it came out, uh -huh. it was probably, like... See, that's a good point, because I feel like we look at stuff through 2024 eyes mm -hmm. and not 1950s eyes, because a lot of the praise was, like, uh, it's a, a grand adventure, yeah. and, like, the tale is, like, fun, and this it and that. It is a good adventure. It, it's a good story and everything, but I think we get distracted by, like, oh, my God, the chore choreography and the fighting in this movie, and, like... I was distracted by all the backdrops that mm -hmm. were Oh, the my God, the <laughs> I'll get to those backdrops, yeah. But, yeah, so I feel like a lot of times we things lose their luster in current day than they did in 1950s when they were like, oh my god, there's pirates on my screen. That's crazy. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, and I think this kind of shows the disparity because critics gave it a 100% rating. Audience is only 67%. That's a big drop-off between the two. Yeah. So that kind of tells me a lot of people watch it today and they go, what the hell am I looking at here? Yeah. You know? Box office-wise, Costs one point eight million to make, but it took home four point one million, so a little above doubling their money. So not bad. That's I, th I feel like that's what you want to do as a movie: double your money. Yeah. yeah. 
It would also lend way to the 2002 science fiction adaptation, Treasure Planet, from Disney as well. I think so. No, maybe I'm thinking of Atlantis. Okay. Well, it was really good. I think Treasure Planet was the last hand-animated Disney movie until, like... Princess and the Frog? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, how about that? I think it fell into... Wasn't chewing. It fell into the same trap that, like, um, Wish and, like, what was that other movie? The one that came out, like, a year ago that you saw? I got, like, no play whatsoever. Oh, uh, Strange World? Strange World. Like, it oh, fell I into, like, Strange that World. kind of, like, realm where, like, the the um, coming attractions and stuff, there was no advertising or marketing wow. for the movie at all. Yeah, sometimes Disney has, like, no faith, and they just, like, sabotage their own movies. But it's not, it's not a faith thing. They do it on purpose because they want the movie to trash so that they have an excuse to, like, not do that type of... Like, for animation specifically, it's like, oh, so we don't have to do this anymore because it did so badly. We can move on to this. You know? I hate it. However, I went to the movies the other day, and I saw a preview. Luca... Great movie. There was what there was like four big movies that I think Luca and Kanto and there was two other movies that never made it to theaters but were like hits on Disney Plus are coming to they're coming into oh, theaters. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's like um was it Soul? Soul Soul, didn't, Soul didn't get a movie uh theater yeah. release. Soul Soul was Soul, Luca, and Kanto. And there's one more. Onward. That was maybe, right maybe at the beginning. Such a was, good movie. Maybe yeah. it was onward. Yeah, but there, I thought it was interesting that I'm like, wow, this is interesting that they're bringing them back to the movies. I'm glad I you see onward. I'm glad you like that movie. The two brothers in that movie remind me of you and Matthew. <laughs> me that too. Whole, yeah. That whole story reminds me of me and Matthew. Yeah. <laughs> think about the storyline. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. why, like, that's why I related to that movie. Yeah. yeah. No, it's such a good movie. Uh-huh. I cried. The dead dad. Me too. Not gonna lie. Yeah. <laughs> As far as in the parks go, there's not much here from Treasure Island. Uh, all your pirate needs are filled by Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. But they do have one connection back in 1974, specifically between the Contemporary Resort and Wilderness Resort. Do you know? You look like you might know. No, I was going to say, is it in the Enchanted Tiki Room? It's not. Um, in Bay Lake, which is the body of water between those two resorts, uh, there sits an island that would later be named Discovery Island. Um, but when it opened back in 1974, it was opened up as Treasure Island. And it was an island that guests would be able to visit and observe wildlife and house something like... Uh, you ever 100- been there? No. I was there. You're, you've been there? Mm-hmm. Tell us your tale. <laughs> it's very, it was very overgrown. You didn't like it a lot? No, it was just like a lot of walking trails. Mm-hmm. And like, I mean, it was cool. I'm glad I got to do it. But like, it was just like an, ob- an observation of wildlife, no? It said that they had birds mm-hmm. and they had primates. Did you see monkeys there? I don't remember seeing monkeys, Okay. I remember seeing a lot of birds. Okay. Hmm. Um, let's see. Oh, that's... Because I remember looking this up like a while ago. That's... uh, A bird species actually went extinct on that island. Really? Yeah, it's... That's sad. Disney didn't save it? (laughs) It's a dusky seaside sparrow. The last living one lived on the island and it died in 1987. Oh my god. So the species went uh, extinct on the island. But it's not the island's fault. It doesn't seem... Right? Like, it's not. No, no, I don't think it's... It just, it was, like, happened to be living yeah, there. Yeah, that just happened to be the last living one, and then... It, That's so sad. Yeah. Wait, put it there, or it was living there? 
Um, I think all the birds that were there, they brought in. I don't think that they just, like, I don't think 150 different bird species just, like, flew into the island. Like, well, I, don't know. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that, but that's just my assumption. Because they weren't, like, in cages or, any, or netting No, they were or just flying around. They were just flying around. So and they could have flew away, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're tagged, probably, but... Probably, yeah. It would eventually close in 1999, at at which point all the animals would be relocated to the new Animal Kingdom. And the main reason for closing, aside from Animal Kingdom opening up, would be uh, low attendance and high cost of maintenance on the island. Yeah. Um, Hey, because it's an island, too. Yeah. They have to probably bring everything by boat. Yeah. Yeah. I went there in 1996. Wow, and you, like, vividly remember. You were five, and you... Wow, It was my first trip to Disney. Oh, Oh, really? Mm Mm-hmm. Who That's could forget your first trip to Disney? <laughs> I can Dan. very easily, yeah. Me, I was one. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, me too. Uh, since its closing, the island is largely abandoned and has no signs of a development or any use of it, um, but you can find plenty of people who trespass on there and record. Yeah, wasn't there someone who, like, was living there like a Oh, guy? yeah, there was. <laughs> they get on there. Uh, they swam. They, I mean, well, because you, you can't. Me? No. <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, like, <laughs> how do you trespass an island? Yeah, I feel like security, like Disney security, They, how did they miss that? I don't know, maybe they did swim The it. same way that they missed a whole-ass body in one of their, like, river ravine yep. situations recently. Yes. Oh, what? Yeah. Yeah. They, they found a lady? Yeah, they and, found this lady in her car. car. Yep. She, she, drove, she drove off um, the entrance, the exit ramp. And like straight into one of their man-made bodies. Yeah, oh, well that's like on the and highway. And just found her. But, but it, after 15 years, or whatever it was, 15 years. Oh, you're telling long? me there was no one there who saw that? No, well, that's crazy for 15 years. Mm-hmm. I'm saying though, like I would think the security would be tight because it's between two resorts. You, that's like you would think. I don't, I don't know. You would think I that was in 2020. Yeah, that was crazy. Uh, it was, yeah. He was removed from the island and banned from Walt Disney World property, but. He called the island a tropical paradise and said he didn't know he, that the area was off limits. So I guess however he got there, I guess he just assumed that anybody could just swim there and just, like, check out the place. I don't know. Well, maybe he took a boat and maybe he figured, like, all right, no one stopped me, so... Maybe he, yeah, like, maybe, commandeered a boat. He just, no, like, well, maybe he rented a pontoon yeah. and then his friends dropped him off. Yeah, like... Maybe. His friends yeah, dropped Yeah, like... Well, no, like, you know, like... No, yeah, no, yeah. Maybe he was like, yeah, I want to go to that island. They were like, all right... Because there's probably still a dock somewhere. Like on yeah, the there front. has to be. There probably is. Yeah, yeah, so I mean, it might be a little, like, crusty. Yeah. But, like, yeah, I could see, like, if you're not familiar, you might not know. Yeah. I wouldn't ever assume I could go just anywhere on Disney property, but yeah, that's yeah. me. <laughs> but you can find footage of it, like, of people filming there, and it's all, like, overgrown. Yeah. There's, like, spiders everywhere. I mean, like, it was like that when... It was overgrown. It probably right? felt like you yeah. shouldn't have been there when yeah. you were allowed yeah. to be there. Like, I have, like, a really vivid memory walking down a path, and, like, I was in front of my parents, and, like, they were, you know, they were behind me, and I remember being, like, like, fighting, you know, I need a machete. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. That's like, sounds, like, right up my alley. Yeah, That's no, cool. it was really nice. I'm oh. glad I got to do it. That is a unique experience that you can always talk about. Yep. True. All right, you ready to... And then a gator pop. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you ready to start this one? Let's go. Treasure Island released to a London premiere on June 22nd, 1950, and a United States premiere on July 19th, 1950. Rated PG and has a runtime on Disney Plus of 1 hour, 36 minutes, and 22 seconds. Dewritten, uh, Dewritten? Dewritten. Uh, Dewritten. Directed. Directed by Byron Haskin, who also directed The War of the Worlds. Uh, written oh, by. Oh, really? Yeah. Wait. 
Oh, yeah, War have you of seen the Worlds, like, like the one with Tom Cruise? Not, yeah. No, no, no. This is like 1940 something. Oh, okay. well, yeah. like, I thought that's it was why, pretty obvious. He well, made a movie in 1950 and then, like, all the way to that. Like, wait, how old was he? <laughs> no, the old one with oh, whoever. I didn't realize there was an old one. Yeah. Uh, written by Lawrence Edward Watkin, starring Bobby Driscoll, Robert Newton, Basil Sidney, and Finley Curry. Basil. Something I noticed about this movie? Aside from maybe like a background character in the town square, there is not one single woman in this movie. Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah. The closest thing is Jim's mother, and he's not. she's not even on she's screen. She's not even there. They, right? they just mentioned. reference her. Yeah. No women in this movie. Listen, pirate movies. Well, there's no women pirates. Thank you. I was going to say it. They're bad luck to go out on sea. Yep. Well, how do you explain the Everything that I Victoria? just said I've learned from Victoria, so. Shut the fuck up, Dad. <laughs> what did he say? Okay, he said, well, what about the redhead, Victoria? <laughs> the redhead. Red. <laughs> the gentleman wants the rum. Yeah. I mean, that's actually not true. There were female pirates. There were. I know. I'm just baiting. But there were only, like, two. And, like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Cue the overture <laughs> and the opening credits. Uh, we then open up with a message from the book of the same name. It, yeah, I did not understand that message. I, I was hoping it somebody could decipher and this. And read one for it me. like five times. I read it. Yeah, I was like, it like skipped, and then I was like, wait, I didn't get to read it. And Dan rewound it and paused it, and I read it, and I went, okay. All right, let's. And figure, then I just moved on. Let's figure this out. If Buccaneers and Barry Gold, and all the old romance romance retold, exactly in the ancient way, can please as me they please of old. The wiser youngsters of today, so be it. So basically, I think what it's saying is that, like, if you tell the story, like the adventure stories, romance stories, and things like that, the way that they used to be told to, like, the people who are older, if you tell it to the youngsters now, they will enjoy it. But, you know. So the classics are classics for a reason? I think, I think, I think, I think that's what they're essentially saying. Hmm. I could buy that. Sounds good for me. Yeah. Let's go with it. Yeah. We then see the west coast of England in 1765. A menacing man in black walks up a cliffside in a quiet cove to a building named Admiral Benbow. Um, I guess this is like a small little bar for like travelers because it's like located on like a cliffside with like no civilization. It looks anywhere. like just a house. And yeah. I, was like, I think it's like a, it's a, an inn. Like yeah, like a west for, like, for like sea travelers, I guess, yeah, to I stop imagine, it. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, he walks up to the counter and tells the boy behind the bar to give him a double rum. Uh, the boy is Jim Hawkins, and we already explained Bobby Driscoll and his soul story. Um, let's see. He, The man in black asks Jim if he's ever seen any seafaring men in here before, uh, which Jim denies. He presses him and asks, asks him about a man named Captain Billy Bones, which again he denies. I think he says Bones? William Bones. He said he says Captain Bones, and then it's clarified Billy Bones. Yeah, I think he says Billy Bones. I okay. only say that because I watched this part, this okay. part twice, and I remember him saying okay. Billy Bones. <laughs> He's like Bones. I thought it was. Are you sure it's Billy? Well, his name is William. William. Oh, okay. William like Billy, Bones. Billy Billy's Bones. a nickname for William. No, no I, I I remember that, but I was just thinking because he's seen the uh, the luggage. Yeah, with the W. w. And I was yeah. like, I'm surprised he said Billy. Then. Yeah. I don't know. The man spots uh, underneath the stairs. There's a chest with the initials WB, causing him to quickly leave. Uh, even we, though he asked for more rum. He didn't even wait. No, he didn't. He didn't even get the extra rum. He, he went just to left. go tell somebody the news. 
Was it common for children to be bartenders? I guess. Start somewhere, right? <laughs> like, that was, like, that was the first thing. I was like, is, wait a second. Is that kid a bartender? And Michael was like, yep. I was like, what? <laughs> Maybe it was like the bus boy, but the bartender like called out that day. Well, I think it's, it's on a fucking yeah. His mom owned the place. Oh, so. she's not like, in the film, so. <laughs> <laughs> so someone's got it. She was in town. Like, I don't know. <laughs> even real. <laughs> the nah, director she said, died. The director said we could either cast a woman to be the bartender or we could just have no women altogether. Well, Let's just go that way. At first, right? I thought that maybe the mom didn't exist because I was like, maybe Billy Bones is his caretaker. But then later on, he was like, oh, we need to ask him. My mother to go on the ship. Yeah. So I was like, oh, she's a real person. Yeah. We then meet Captain Bones. So Jim is a liar. Um, <laughs> Captain Bones looks to be incredibly rough shape. He's, Yo, he's he's barely holding himself together walking down the stairs. He asks Jim if a one-legged man came in looking for him. Um, when Jim describes who it is, Captain Bones reveals his name to be Black Dog. Uh, by the way. Captain Bones is played by Finley Curry, and I only bring this up because Toya, Ben Hur. Mm -hmm. Do you know who he is? No, but I did. I said it's giving Ben Hur. I don't know what that is. Movie with Charles and Heston. It's about Jesus. Nope. Need more Jesus in your life, Hillary. Apparently, well, it's Balthazar. really long. Balthazar. Oh my God, he's Balthazar! Get out of here! <laughs> I knew it would pop you and only you. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that's funny. <laughs> Captain Bones warns Jim that when you see Black Dog, the man with one leg isn't far behind. Um, oh my God, the man with one leg. I was <laughs> continue. I'm not even gonna get into it yet. <laughs> he's he's also uh, heavy into a bottle of rum, and Jim protests, warning him that the doctor said he needs to stop. Oh, this was great. Okay, so Jim runs out of the building to go get help for Captain Bones, but he runs into the arms of this. Uh, very blind creepy blind guy. man. This yeah. blind guy that's not really blind. Yeah. It was so fucking weird. I was like, oh my god, he looked like Zorro. Dor <laughs> yeah. Zorro, Zorro, whatever. Zorro. I was like, what Zorro. the hell is this guy? Like, he had the thing on his head, like <laughs> eyes. And I was like, this is like like a nightmare waiting mm -hmm. to happen. Like, I, I would have a nightmare. How did he even get there by himself? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then, First I, off, he's just standing out there, oh, it's you, little boy. Yeah. Like, like, how did you know he was a boy? He's just, like, feeling for the this is the blind man wandering the yep. cliffs. I've <laughs> been looking for you for years. Yeah, Wait, gone. you're looking yeah, for me? in with the kid and he's like Captain Bones like looks right at him yeah. I'm like you could see him though <laughs> okay. this man put no effort into being blind no yeah. not at all wasn't believable so he was actually because I couldn't tell if it was just a shadow that they cast he was actually wearing like a blindfold over yeah. his yeah. eyes it looked it like, like I guess like maybe he it's didn't one of those clear like, like you could see through yeah. it but yeah. like it's, it's like I don't think it was actually even over his so eyes I guess he it just, was like this yeah it's like one of the ninja turtles yeah but I guess like that implies that like his eyes got like messed up maybe or or maybe they just never... don't you know that all blind men walk around like covering their eyes as well like I mean but they <laughs> don't that's why I no was but like, like well like I, know, it's sarcastic. I think he's it's... a pirate it's a dual eye patch okay <laughs> oh my god he should have had two eye patches just like... <laughs> I 
think that it was just so that, like, for the movie's sake, like, yeah. he, was, he, was he wasn't, like, trying to, like, he wasn't, like, yeah, but, you know, yeah, like, like, looking, like, I, trying to look, to like, act like a blind, because yeah. he wasn't blind in real life. No, right? no, I don't, no, I don't no, think so. Don't think so. Okay. <laughs> but, like, yeah, I feel like it's really hard with your eyes open to, like, pretend like you can't see. Yeah. So Ooh. you probably, they probably just figured out, we'll just cover your eyes. By the way, yeah. this man was only on screen for like a minute and he had such a lasting impact for all this. I know. <laughs> I mean, it's really, everything He made the most out of it. what was his point? To deliver the black dot? Yeah, yeah so, yes. all right. So he, the, Jim brings the questionable blind man inside <laughs> and uh, he's a member of Captain Bones' old crew. And he presents a piece of paper with a black spot on it and on the other side it reads, Until Dark. So the, the black spot is essentially like a ruling of guilt mm-hmm. or um, judgment from mm-hmm. your crew. From your crew. Yeah, so essentially his old crew had turned on him for good. And the they're telling him... type of deal, right? Yeah, yes. and they're telling him, come nightfall, they're, they're coming for him and whatever he's hiding. Yeah, basically like a death sentence. Yeah, yeah exactly. The pirate code, you know. Yeah, and as we mentioned, the blind man Why just, do they even warn you? Why do they give you the black dot? It's, it's, it's a, a gentleman thing. Yeah, respect. Yeah. We're going to kill you, but because let, me, let me be respectful. As, no, they, they, they make a point what, of this in the movie. It? They are pirates, but they have, like, a, have code a code of law that That's they live why by. That's why in the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, they always, they're talking about the code. Yeah. Like, Wasn't the pirates the, code. like, hmm. actual, like, you're going to be dead because... Well, like, no, no, it's not it's necessarily... Just, you're not a captain anymore. Right, because, yeah. like... You're not following your lead, right? Yeah. Spoilers, we're jumping ahead, but like when uh, John Silver faces right, the same right. thing, they're not saying we're going to kill you. Right, they're just, they're just saying, saying we're not following yeah, you. Yeah, you're, you're out. out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They vote yeah. you in. Very democratic. Yeah. It's a he literal vote. Im- he got impeached. Yeah. Impeached. So, um, as we mentioned, the, the blind man just turns around, grabs the doorknob by himself, and just Bye, leaves. Bye, guys! Yeah. Yeah. Well, up the Good to see you. <laughs> see you soon. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Bones uh, <laughs> retrieves. That's terrible, by the way. She said good to I said good oh, to see you. Oh, you said it first. Okay. <laughs> no, right. said, see you soon. Okay. <laughs> um, Captain Bones retrieves his chest from underneath the <clears throat> stairs and pulls out a folded piece of paper. Um, his health suddenly declines more because as he as he tries to stand up, he immediately passes out and falls out. Listen, he shouldn't have had that rum. Too much rum. He asks Jim to run into town for help, but before he does, he gives Jim a folded, the folded-up piece of paper. That way, if they come uh, before Jim returns, what they what they came for isn't there with Captain Bones. Yep. Was Jim? Do you know if Jim and Bones had like a relationship, or was he just like a patron at their inn? I think he was probably like a long-term patron. Uh, yeah. And so it sounded like they cared about him. Maybe they were like trying to help him like nurse him back to health yeah. kind of thing because like, he did mention like the doctor said you need to lay yeah. off the rum and yeah. he, he knows <laughs> like, <laughs> i thought he was his dad i mean maybe uh, he was way too old well he also knows the deal with captain bones because later when they're in the the tavern mm-hmm. he says he's a pirate like he like yeah. that's what he calls like captain bones so he knows what he is yeah. at the very least um so when late- he was chugging that rum and it was spilling down his mouth Disgusting. i would do whatever he told me too <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so later that night, his old crew arrives and they ransack the place. Um, when Jim returns after them, um, he returns with our two, our next two main character, Doctor Livesley, or Livesley was it Livesley? I think it's Livesley. Livesley. Okay, and Squire Trelawney. Yo, this guy. The squire. This idiot. This guy. <laughs> he sucked. This yeah. this guy is a Disney character in 
human life. Like the way they would write yeah. somebody like this in a Disney movie. Bumbling moron. And yeah. but the but the over exaggerated acting from this guy where he's like, Come here, my dear boy. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, yeah. sir. <laughs> and the exaggerating faces that he makes the whole time. This guy's yeah. a character. Um, Dr. L- Livesley, I'm just going to say Livesley, I think that's his name. I, think that's I feel like they just it. called him Doctor anyway, so. I, I just could just call doc. him Doctor. The Doctor doc. finds doc. Captain Bones, uh, but he declares him DEA dead immediately. Yeah, but why did they kill him? That's what they I don't get. Well, they didn't kill him. Oh. He the... died from rum. Or shock. Oh. They say that. From rum. <laughs> I thought they killed him and I was confused. The murderer was rum. Then <laughs> <laughs> why did they... Why did his crew go there just to, to they try were trying to find the map? They were trying to find the map. map. Yeah. Oh. They were ransacking the place. You need the map to yeah. get to the place you gotta get. Jim shows Trelawney and the doctor what the men came for, and he just hands the paper over to them. I know! I thought, oh, he's only this! He's like, he was like, now that he's dead, I'm yeah. show you. He was the epitome of, like, I trust every adult I meet. Like, yeah. And he just yeah. kept that energy the, the entire time, literally. Movie. Like, I was like, bro, please. Like, <laughs> no stranger so, danger yeah, at all. I was like, what is going on? Why is this I mean, that's kid? what happens when you're a bar. I guess. I guess. Yeah. Twelve-year-old bartender. <laughs> uh, specifically, specifically, the map, the paper is uh, Flint's map leading to his gold. Mm-hmm. The only they only do one take in this movie, no two takes, because Trelawney just drops the paper on the table and he's like, oh shit, and he like picks it up and yeah. like reopens it, and you see with a lot of like the choreo, like the fighting, one take in this movie. We yeah. don't do two takes. <laughs> I did notice um, that's that good when he puts the map on the table. But I was like, oh, look at them, making it and realistic. It's like, okay, it's realistic, but when you're watching a movie, you're like, oh, he fucked up and just drops yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the three men read the map, and they see that there is a treasure of 700 pounds waiting for them at the end of this what trail. What does that correlate Wait. to in today's dollars? Oh, I looked that up, and I didn't write it down. But idiot. isn't this the same treasure that was literally in there, like, earlier in the day? In the trunk? No. Under the stairs? No? No, no that was just his stuff. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, that, yeah. That so was just 700 pounds? 700,000? 700,000 pounds, I'm sorry. Oh. Squire Trelawney devises a plan to assemble a crew and set sail to retrieve the treasure. The doctor's a little apprehensive, seeing as there are already men who know of the map and are desperately looking for it. Um, he's also not sure if Jim's mother will let him join them on the journey, but that really doesn't matter because she doesn't exist, so there's no problem. <laughs> No, she really exists, but not in the movie. I don't know why they even bothered to ask her opinion. It doesn't really seem like her opinion it matters mattered. all that much. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know we're why they wanted to bring this kid along anyway. I know. I, know. <laughs> it's, it's, I was surprised that they were nice and they were like, exactly. oh, we're going to like keep you know, keep our word and like it was your map and yeah, whatever. Share. Oh yeah, god, like, I was like, I was honestly like, oh my god, don't give them the map, they're gonna take it from you. You know how yeah. easy it would have been to screw this kid over? Yes. What's, he gonna, what's he gonna do? That's what I'm saying. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, he probably only got the fifteen hundred dollars for the fines out of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor kid. And he had to rush all his scenes in a matter of three months. Yeah. Fast forward to when they're ready to set off on their adventure, and the three ride into town. They marvel at the sight of their ship, the Hispaniola. Hispaniola. Trelawney makes no effort to conceal what they're doing. And the doctor even tells him, like, you can't tell anyone. Like, you gotta shut up. And he's yeah. like, pirate gold, everybody. We're going for treasure. And, yep, and he's like, don't worry. I won't tell anyone. And meanwhile, talking about it on the oh, street. Oh, but that, that boat looks like a good boat to get treasure. Yeah. <laughs> and sure enough, we see that one of uh, Long John Silver's men, one of the guys that we saw ransacking the house uh, the night before, mm-hmm. is in town listening and yep. overhearing what they're saying. And, like, I think Trelawney had said that he, like, asked, because he needed a cook for on board, so he... Naturally. So he asked 
because he was in the tavern where Long John Silver, like, I guess works or mm -hmm. pretends to work. I don't really know. And he was like, oh, you're a great cook. Come be my cook on board. And he was like, yeah, no problem, bro. Yeah. So Got you. The, the way that the crew works is that uh, Trelawney enlisted the help of Captain Smollett. Smollett. I think that's how you say it. The, 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 guy, the, the captain, captain. Yeah. the actual captain of the boat. The, the real captain. Oh. Yeah. And he was supposed to find a crew, but it was he, taking too long that he was picky. And he yeah. could only uh, assemble rich. like six, six people, guys or is what he said. Six men in a matter of yeah. five so days. Yeah. So Trelawney took it upon himself to at least enlist the cook, mm -hmm. who is the next character that we meet. Yeah. Long John Silver. Um, he's played by Robert Newton, and this is probably his biggest role, considering the impact that he had with the pirate speech. Or, um, he would even reprise this same role again in 1954 in the movie Long John Silver. Mm -hmm. And they also did a miniseries in the 1950s, The Adventures of Long John Silver. So this would kind of be his role. he's a mascot for fish sticks. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, and now he's a fast food restaurant. <laughs> his dream came true. <laughs> uh, before they enter the bar, we see that Long John Silver is already talking to the man who was eavesdropping in in town and shoes him back to his table. Did anyone else think that this place looked exactly like Columbia Harbor House? Yes. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. No. I don't know what that is. In Disney? It's a food place near Cross the Haunted Pirates? Mansion. Uh, yeah, Haunted Mansion. I've never been there. We ate it upstairs. We ate, we ate, we ate upstairs. upstairs. Yeah. yeah. Us three. No, no, I, don't, no, I don't think you guys were there, but like... Oh! Oh, oh, oh. When we went with your mom and your sister? Yeah. Okay. Did we eat with your mom? With I think so, because Laura likes that place a lot. I don't remember ever eating there with you. With really? Yeah. I just remember going with you guys on the fiftieth and having oh. that fake crab cake. Oh, then yeah. maybe not. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Okay. Well, well, did yeah. you think it looked like that? Yeah. Okay. Now that you say <laughs> that, yeah. Uh, look at. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The three men take their seats in the tavern, and Long John Silver comes out to serve the men. And when he does, Jim sees that he only has one leg, like Captain Bones warned him. Yeah, all right, let, let's get this out of the way right now. So, we could talk the whole movie about uh, Long John Silver and his supposed one leg okay. that he has. So Dan goes, because he's seen it once at this point, he goes, I spent the whole movie trying to see if this guy makes a mistake with the leg, and I didn't see it. Oh, it's right in the, fr and the I first said, scene. And like, no, the I didn't say I didn't see any. I said you saw more than I did. Okay, well, and I was like, Dan, did you not see that? Because he literally just used his leg. And he had to rewind it. And, like, how many times this happened, you can't even count. Yeah, Robert yeah. Newton obviously has two functioning legs. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, he, and, he like, gave him a big cloak, I guess, to, like, yeah. cover the rest of his legs. And leg, his but. decision to hop on one leg or not was very subjective yep. at certain points in this movie. Um, there, <laughs> Getting out of boats is really hard, unless you have two legs, there, there's which a, he did. <laughs> there's a point towards the end when they're, like, going towards the treasure where he just gives up. He's yeah. literally walking on two legs, yeah. and he's not even trying to hide it at that yep. point. Also, why didn't they give him a peg leg? He didn't have a peg leg, but he had a crutch, which he didn't use all the time. I just am confused. Aren't pirates supposed to have peg legs? That's what I thought. Listen, he created the pirates. He so. only created so first. Maybe they didn't realize that they could do that. <laughs> he said, oh, that would so much easier. Then he would have been peg-legged the pirates. <laughs> Peggy. Peggy. Eileen. Peggy. Peggy. Uh, John Silver begins to talk about all of his cooking practices, including uh, keeping a barrel of apples on board, which would become to ward off scurvy, which would come no. important later. Um, he also picked up these cooking practices sailing under Hawk, which the nearby men all laugh at this because obviously he didn't. Um, the group then discusses the trouble they are having assembling a crew, 
which John Silver offices his services assembling his old crew that he used to sail with. And Trelawney, even though he just met this man, he agrees. He's like, yeah, I, I need that treasure, so like, get your crew in here, we're sailing. We're all going. Um, Jim then questions if John Silver knew Captain Billy Bones, to which he says he did not. What an astute young man. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Jim tells him that he was a pirate, John Silver laughs and tells him that, unfortunately, there's no such thing as pirates. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there are such things as pirates. Have any of you ever seen, what's that movie with Tom Hanks? Pirates of the Caribbean. No. Oh, Tom Hanks? Yeah. yeah I love that movie. Uh, Castaway? No. Big. Captain Philip. Philip, right? Captain oh, where he's Philip. a pilot? No. No. When he's, when he's like captain of the ship and he's like, I am the captain now. Yeah. Look at me. Look at me. Yeah. I didn't know he did a pirate hey. movie. Philadelphia? It's not like Stop a pirate like now. you would think. It's, it's like, today's day pirates, yeah. which are not the pirates that you see in movies. Captain Phillips. Captain Phillips, can you hear yeah, me? It's called Captain Phillips. I know, I know the movie. I'm just mm. messing with you. Oh, okay. Even I fell for that. Yeah, well, the guy's like, look at me. I'm the captain. Look at me. Look at me. He was scary. He did his job. He mm. did. He played his role really well. Yeah. I would be scared of him if he showed up and did spoke to me like leg? that. You he had seen, two legs. You haven't seen Captain Phillips? Mm-hmm. I haven't he, seen like, it. You haven't seen it? It's no. actually a good movie. It's pretty intense. Um, he just like is the captain of like a cargo ship and pirates come and invade it and they like want ransom for like taking over the ship. Gotcha. Have you seen A League of Their Own? <clears throat> no. Yes. That's a I good Tom Hanks movie. movie too. Yeah. Really? I love Tom Hanks. You haven't seen that movie? Mm-mm. You would like it. It's like a feel good story. Great movie. Really? Yeah. Great movie. No, it's really good. It's on something. Sing it to Nelson. Uh, <laughs> Aren't that <I>, baby? Marla <laughs> Hooch. Hooch. <laughs> okay. Hillary's like, I don't know what you're saying. Yeah, it's a really cute it. movie. It's about like the first American, like um, female baseball yeah. league during the war. Are you crying? There's no crying, crying in baseball. <laughs> oh, I know that quote. Yeah. Anyone ever tell you they go peace? You're gonna lose. Wow! Avoid the clap, Jimmy. <laughs> oh my! Oh my God! No, you just you have. Can we watch it? Like you yeah. have to watch it. It's so good. It's not even long. No, it's not that long. No. It's, it's a good one too, though. John, Anyhow, John Silver then asks uh, the doctor and Trelawney if they would mind if he borrowed Jim for the rest of the day to help out around the tavern. Which, which they, sure, yeah, he's just you know. He's not my kid. Yeah, so yeah, I, don't yeah. Care. <laughs> I just I, kid, I stole him myself. And the kid yeah. just does just does it. <laughs> this kid just getting passed around. Yep. Uh, he introduces Jim to his parrot, Captain Flint. Uh, that's going to be really confusing later on. Yeah. Um, it is not the parrot's map. No. The parrot's map. <laughs> John Silver literally reminds me of uh, Patchy. Yeah. From SpongeBob. Yeah. With yeah. The <laughs> he does. You're right. I feel like that's probably where they got the inspo from for Patchy the pirate. From probably. SpongeBob. Yeah. I, I fi- love the bird. Just saying. Anyway. Me too. Yeah. That is an old looking bird. Mm-hmm. That's a weathered yeah. bird. Oh, weathered. <laughs> that bird. That bird's seen some shit. Yeah. <laughs> A familiar voice asking for a double rum then enters the tavern. It is indeed Black Dog. Shit. And he scurries away, and John Silver tells his men to catch him. We never see the blind guy again. But why? I don't yeah, understand I didn't understand why. that whole scene. And why did he run away? Because Black Dog and the blind man are all related to because I think, Long John Silver, Because right? I think, yeah, because I think that he thought that the kid was, was going to recognize him mm-hmm. and, like, tell the, like, Trelawney. Mm-hmm. And so, like, Long John had to pretend, like, oh, he's a bad guy. 
So like like he's uh, not part of my crew. So that is, so that it didn't like blow the cover. And this is a clue into John Silver's like true nature because when yeah, he tells I'm his so crew confused. Well, because when he tells his crew to catch him, they catch the Jim boy. Hawkins not realizing that they're talking about Black Dog and they're oh, like he has yeah. to be like, No, 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 catch him. That yeah. makes yeah. sense. Yeah. And uh that that's it for Black Dog. We don't see him again yeah. for the rest of the they film. Kill him. I thought for sure he was going to be like on the ship and Jim was going to spot him and realize what was going on, but no, he's just oh, gone. Yeah, that would have been a good. Uh, yeah. Good, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Back inside, John Silver shows Jim a little pistol that he has, and naturally he gives it to the twelve-year-old boy because they were fired. Him <laughs> yeah, before. give the kid a gun. He was like yeah. looking at it, so intrigued. He's like, "Wow." He's like, "You want to try?" And that's he's like, red flag right there. Yeah. 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 <laughs> He tells Jim if he spots Black Dog again to shoot him on sight. Maybe they just didn't like Black Dog. I don't know. He'd run his course. Yeah. Gotta put him down. Uh, the two men shake hands and call each other shipmates, and John tells him, you have the word of Long John Silver. Anyone know why they, he's called Long John Silver? It's Long John. Do mm. you think that's why? He's tall. Got, I was going to say, he got a big dick? I don't know. Yeah, right. no, there you go. That's what I was hinting at. That's no. what he calls his dick? Long John Silver. <laughs> Long John. <laughs> no. Silver, oh. The real reason from the books is because he's supposed to be, like, noticeably tall. Like, very, very tall. Oh. Well, he so, was... So, like, spent... you stretched him out. He was yeah. pretty tall. Compared to the 12-year-old. I don't know. Everybody's yeah. tall compared to the 12-year-old. We then board our ship as the crew is getting ready to set sail. Somebody really needed to iron the sky in the background because there's wrinkles all yeah. over the backdrop. That backdrop was a killer. God. It was nice to see uh, there were no boats moving in the background either. They were all just nope. standstill just on the stand open sea. Standstill on open sea. Fishing. <laughs> I mean, there's wrinkles all over the stand. R- it was really rough. I don't. I don't remember if it was this scene or another one where it was like the hills and like the houses and everything were in the background. Right and yeah, I was, was just bad. like, whoa. Uh-huh. I was like, oh man. The last of the crew to come aboard. Um, and they're met by the captain of the ship, which is Captain Smollett. He is a stern, no-nonsense man. He doesn't like anybody. No, and his right-hand man on the ship is Mr. Arrow. He orders Mr. Arrow to record the names of every man on the ship into the logs, while he calls the doctor and Trelawney into his cabin. But, like, but Trelawney was like, oh, like, give some word of, you know, like, inspiration to this crew, and he just, like, looks at him, and he's like... Get yeah, to work. Yeah, yeah, like get their get their names. <laughs> and he makes it clear to the doctor and Trelawney that uh, he doesn't like the crew. He doesn't trust them, and he especially doesn't trust them because it was assembled by the ship's cook of all people. Yeah. So he wants all the guns and everything to be kept in his quarters. Yeah, those are his. He's got two He's demands. He's the only smart one here. Yeah. Two demands. All the guns are in the captain's quarters, and any whereabouts of any treasure maps be kept between himself and Mister Arrow. And uh, the two agree to these terms, and they toast, because what else are they going to do? Yeah. They've come this far. Back on deck, the crew's preparing for departure. Mr. Arrow spots a concealed weapon on one of John's men and confiscates, confiscates it. The man is George Mary, and is warned that any further offenses, it'll be 12 lashes. And the crew gets the same warning as well. And, and uh, what's his face? is like, he's a little nervous. Oh, Jim's nervous. Yeah, he's because like, oh shit, I got this gun. John gave him a gun, but John convinces him not to give up his gun, even though Jim wants to. Uh, George. Oh, this poor kid. <laughs> oh, he's just used. <laughs> yeah, yeah he's taking advantage time. of the whole movie. He just falls for it the whole time. Yeah. 
George expresses his frustration with the rest of the crew and even touts that he still has a knife on him, to which John takes it from him and just throws it overboard. He was aiming for a gull, but he missed. Yeah, that was so pathetic. <laughs> he doesn't have a good aim. <laughs> just... No. I could have thrown better than that. Doesn't yeah. have good balance, you know? Yeah. Oh, but he special. pulls it out of the man's, like, sock or boot. Mm-hmm. And the guy, like, doesn't even notice. And I'm like, how do you not feel someone pulling a knife out of your shoe until, like... <laughs> I don't know. No, no. Let's test it out. Until it's too late. <laughs> get, yeah. Go get I a knife. I think it was an over, yeah. no? I don't know. No, it was just, like, like, in a sock. It was, like, yeah, like a sock. Yeah. Oh. You know how like the FBI like has like a weapon a on their holster? ankle? Yeah, yeah. But they have a holster. But this guy just sleeve. stuck it in his sock. He was an old pirate in the seventies. <laughs> he had a sleeve. That always like I always, whenever you see hurt. like people that just, they just like tuck a gun into the like, waistband. I what always, if it just like goes off and like shoots? Yeah, have you ever seen Eight Mile? I know, but like guns like fuck know. up. Yeah, like, that like, kid literally has Eight Mile. He shoots himself in the leg. Oh yeah, you're right. And I haven't point, seen that movie in so yeah. long. Jim takes a knife and he puts it in his pant like thing, and then he gets on like all fours and he's on his stomach like crawling. And I'm like, that knife would definitely be stabbing him in the gut right now if he uh, if it was real. Anyways, uh, John then speaks to George and he reminds him just exactly who the captain really is on the ship. I didn't like ship. George Mary. Nobody likes George Mary. You think anybody watched this movie said, "Wow, I really love that George Did Mary"? Did you guys like George Mary? Which one was George? He was the one that never followed the captain's orders. Is he the one who got drunk on the on the dumplings or whatever? He no, that was Mr. Arrow. Arrow. That was Arrow, yeah. George Mary's the one, um... He, he, he's the one that, like, uh, later on in the movie, he's the outspoken one that, you're no longer captain. He, like, leads oh, the mutiny. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, guy. yeah, yeah. He tells George that Mr. Arrow belongs to him, and he better not harm him. And he sees that Jim is watching him, so he says that he'll take care of Mr. Arrow. Yeah. Wink, 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 wink. And Jim doesn't get it. And Jim's an idiot. Jim's like, oh, what a nice guy. With his big old age of 12 years old. Doesn't know shit. Yeah, He's like, like wow, I hope John takes care of me. Leg. Yep. <laughs> He's like, oh, that's a different peg leg guy. This guy must not be like... Yep. Original peg leg. <laughs> we then see John making a plum duff. Anyone know what that is? No. It sounds like bread pudding. Oh, that's good. what I was talking about, that he wow. put the rum in it. It is steamed or boiled plain flour pudding, usually containing raisins. That sounds disgusting. It does sound gross, but very good, Toya. Thank very you. Good. And usually, I guess you have a drop of rum in it. <laughs> a drop. A drop. A drop. He did put yeah. a drop in it, he just also left in the bottle. Yeah, and he, and he, 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 <laughs> I think he was cooking with it, and he... Don't like half the bottle. Yeah. It looked like he just like drizzled a little. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Well, that was when he was eating it, but before yeah. he was cooking oh. it, he like put it in there. Yeah, he, but then he left it for the guy. I thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he mm-hmm. did. He, first, first of all, he plays Jim again. He's like, oh, I can't get any more rum. They won't let me have any. Well, that's like, because that's also the captain also didn't want any rum amongst the crew. Yeah. Mm, they had a portion that they mm-hmm. were allowed. Little so, Jim. Jim was like, oh. Well, I can get it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, really? boy. Yeah. <laughs> and my mom. And John's like, no. I'm a bartender. Could you, though? Yeah. <laughs> Would you really? Yeah. you do that for me? Well, if you wanted. Grooming. Right? This is literally grooming. Like, yes, <laughs> Yeah. So then, like you said, later that night, uh, the, the storm outside has gotten really, really bad, and the ship's rocking all over the place. Um... Jim didn't get John the requested rum, um, and he loads up the plum duff. He bakes it with it, and he drizzles it all over it. And he even like a balsamic glaze. Yes, <laughs> and he even leaves the remaining bottle with the plum, uh, the plum duff. 
So Mr. Arrow was going to go on deck, but he decides, yeah, all right, I'll stop and have a meal first. So and like, well, water's no. like pouring in, like it's clearly yeah. bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's out there. Like, and it's like, like oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, Long John Silver's like, come on, can I have a word with you? I made you this special. He's like, he's like, oh, yeah. yeah. He's like, well, fuck. I knew I was the favorite. Yeah. And he, when he well, sees shit. the bottle of rum, too, his eyes, like, bulge. He's yeah. like, whoa, rum. He's like, yeah. <laughs> so then, in the matter of, like, a minute. Yeah. Apparently, Mr. Arrow ate the whole plum duff and drank the whole bottle of and rum, and he is now instant drunk. Yeah. instantly drunk. Yeah. He is sloppy. So yeah. he's like, mm. Yeah, he was sloppy. <laughs> And then Long John Silver urges Mr. Arrow that he must tend to the storm on deck. And he's like, well, yeah, of course I must. So <laughs> George goes to stab him in the back. But John stops him um, because he reminds George that he is the one that will be taking care of Mr. Arrow. Mm-hmm. So then we fast forward to the next morning. The storm is settled. All the crew is gathered on the deck to mourn the loss of Mr. Arrow. All right, Mr. Arrow, may the sea take him. <laughs> Thank you for coming. Thank you for leaving. Body's never been discovered. Yeah. Body, body didn't, yeah, body You are was, fish food. Yeah, that's it for Mr. Arrow. This is our sacrifice to the ocean. The end. So then we fast forward to another day, and uh, Jim is talking to a, a man who's uh, manning the, the helm, just steering the boat. Oh, yeah, some Who was this guy? guy? I don't know. He was the first mate. He I got really know. into his acting, too. He was like, I'll take an apple. Absolutely. Sure thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they, they didn't... So do all of you know what scurvy is? Mm-hmm. Look at you. It's like a It's like a skin disease, right? Like when you're dirty? Like an infection or something? It's a vitamin C deficiency. Oh, okay. Mm. That's why a lot of sailors had it, because they didn't have access to produce mm. because you know they're on the ship for months at a time which is why the barrel of apples is so important and popular because it wards off scurvy yeah mm. the man tells jim that the crew always gets testy before the end of a journey also um, i think it's called bone break disease sorry mm. anyway uh when all the alcohol is gone and you all you've got left is salt pork boiled beans and apples they're coming to an end jim goes to get an apple and there are only a few left on the ground at the bottom of the barrel he can't quite reach them, so he hops into the barrel all, and sits on the bottom and s- decides to eat an apple in the bottom, uh, in the barrel. Oh, he was choosing an apple for the other guy. Yeah, but he, he was decided... looking around like, oh, which one's got, which one's right? Well, maybe, He's, but he I did think... start eating one, yeah. All right, well, whatever. Yeah. He got hungry. Jim then overhears uh, John talking to the rest of the crew. John instructs the crew that there will be no killing on the remaining crew outside of his until he gives the orders. George questions his motives, and John tells the crew that there is no use in killing the crew now because who will then steer the ship and who will get them to the treasure since they don't have a treasure map. He also reminds him that he was the one who killed Mr. Arrow, and he was the one who tricked Jim into getting the rum, which Jim overhears realizing he's been bamboozled. Oh my god, I am an idiot. From the deck, we hear Land Ho. Jim retreats she back. She is a hoe. She is quite the hoe. Jim retreats back to the captain, the doctor, and Trelawney, and they all realize that they've been played for fools. Right. They've been bamboozled. The captain notes that there's just nine of them left against 20 of John's crew, which is very subjective. I don't think there's actually 20 of them left. Yeah. But anyway, um, he plans to surprise the opposition once they get to shore with firearms. In order to not cause any alarm, 
They instruct Jim to remain friends with Silver and act like as as if nothing has happened, to which he agrees to. And he's like, okay, I guess. So he's getting just played with by both sides, really. Right? Poor kid. Yeah. As the crew prepares for the island, Captain Smollett asks if anyone on board has any experience with the land that they see. Long John immediately volunteers himself and asks for a small boat with a small crew, and he will guide the boat into the land. Jim then asks John if he can come along, um, and they ask the captain, and he grants permission. Idiot. John now then... Now a hostage. Yeah. John then informs a disgruntled George once again that he is not to act out of any orders until he says so. And when he walks away, George convinces another member of the crew to sneak up behind the guard on duty, and when he gives a signal, to kill the guard so they can get the muskets. <laughs> so... Long John and his crew set out on their boats, guiding the whole ship to the land. And as they're doing so, George gives the uh, the cue to the man who's going to take out the guard. It, this scene was crazy. So the guy has a knife, and he's behind the guard. The guard has no clue that he's there. So like he could just walk up and stab him in the back. He could slice his neck. He could do whatever he wants. Instead, he decides to just like jump on his back, <laughs> and the two like wrestle over the knife. It's mm-hmm. a pirate way. I guess that's the part way. But then the guard shoves the crew member off of him. And then with like a sawed off like shotgun, he shoots him point blank in the face. (laughs) And his head doesn't blow off. (laughs) He just holds his eye and he's like, ah, and he's like, dies. I don't think they had the technology to make his head explode. A shotgun from that race, so you would like your head would disappear. Yeah. Like, is it a shotgun or is it like it was a hand? Musket? No, it was like the sawed-off like double barrel ones, and yeah, like that would kill you instantly. Um, Captain Smollett and his crew order all of Long John's crew that remained on the boat down into the chambers and being held captive. Uh, the captain grabs a musket and aims it at John, um, but John grabs hold of Jim and puts a knife towards him and warns the captain, "Fire that musket, and I'll cut his throat." Mm-hmm. John asks, Mary, Mary, you blundering squid, can you hear me? And he just, like, pokes his head out of the hole. He's like, I <laughs> John tells George to lie low until a treaty is made. For Captain Smollett, he has the following demand. Give the treasure map to George and surrender yourself to the crew within an hour's time, or he will kill Jim Hawkins. Well, fuck. I mean, I don't know why we care about this kid so much. He's I know. I was thinking, I'm like, they could just... Yeah. Grown, we don't need the him, mom would be like no, damn yeah they could be like oh he got scurvy yeah or he he drowned yeah like they don't know. with mr oh, arrow damn. yeah it's just over the side yeah <laughs> like whatever the two boats with john's crew make their way to the shore and as they get to the land jim yells for john to let go of him so john says all right he lets go of him and he runs off yeah <laughs> like, he's like i can swim he just runs off and John's like wait not like that and then he uses here. both legs to get out of the boat <laughs> he did use both legs to get out of the boat that's true I was like shit so Jim makes a run for it uh, John orders his crew to chase after him Jim is able to lose John's crew by laying in front of a log <laughs> that is yeah. right in front of the men like all they gotta do is just look like, down oh, oh, yeah. he's right there yeah but no, this, they're too stupid to realize this. So they turn around and they go back rather than keep going forward. Uh, so when Jim loses the crew, he walks up a mountaintop and he is 
<laughs> He's this, is, this is my favorite guy. <laughs> He's greeted by old Ben Gunn. <laughs> He just, a, he's like a fucking monkey. He's the Dobby of yeah, the I was island. Gonna say, yeah. He's precious. I have, I, I have your Smeagol, yeah. <laughs> he's an old, hairy, dirty man in tattered clothes. He speaks in third person. Like He's Smeagol. been marooned for like five years. Yeah. He's look, he looks like that guy in Stardew Valley. Do you know who oh, 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 yeah. oh, he reminds me of? Oh, that's his name. Oh, what is his name? No, not Lewis. Linus. Linus. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's All right. So yeah, he does. He does look like a... Wow. <laughs> I'll just stand back here in the corner. <laughs> I don't bother anyone. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, yeah, so he's been trapped on the island for five years by John Silver he was himself. Marooned. Yeah, they left him to die. <laughs> Ben Gunn tells Jim to follow Ben Gunn as he has a ship that can get them back to the boat. Um, back on the boat. It's with this table. <laughs> it's so like creepy. You know what it sounds like? It sounds like we're on like a pirate ship. Like, it it's like creeping back and forth. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's so loud. So if you can hear that, just imagine we're on a pirate ship right <laughs> we're now. We're on a ship. You're, with, you're with us on a ship right now. Yeah. I'm on a boat. <laughs> Back on the boat, the captain and the doctor spot a stockade on the island. That will be the base of their operation on shore. The captain's crew boards a boat to attempt to reach the shore. Um, and we then we then see the boat that Ben Gunn made. Uh, they check to see if the coast is clear of Ben Gunn and Jim. And they spot the captain and his crew making their way to shore. On the Hispaniola... George and his crew manage to escape by distracting the guard on one end of the prison while George sneaks out and he, he like throws like a wooden baton at the guy's head. Yeah. And it's not even hard. It just like kind of floats into the frame just like, oh, and he's just like dead yeah. immediately. That's another thing with this movie. One hit, these guys are dead. Yeah. There's no surviving like D-E-A-D. anything. Yeah. George and his crew... Uh, escape and they retake the Hispaniola. They begin firing the cannons at the captain and his crew who are trying to make it to shore. That's a bow that you just mimicked. I was doing pulling the cannon oh. thing. Okay. Which the cannons in the water were just splashes. You never really saw the cannon. They were like yeah. the like pirates. pirates yeah. yeah, the ride. <laughs> uh, but the last one did, I don't know if it hit their boat, but it did send them all off the boat and the boat was kind of like in pieces so i guess it did yeah. hit the boat kind of i don't of, remember the scene you're talking about yeah <laughs> so they have to manually swim to shore yeah john sees yeah. the skull i swear i'm not lying to you i've seen I this movie you. three times I now you. I know. <laughs> you don't remember that scene no where they were like cha- like chasing i guess not really chasing but Go Finally. watch the movie again. Literally don't remember. <laughs> i think i zoned out a little bit you i might have died for like a few minutes and then came don't back <laughs> John sees the skull and bones flag being raised on the ship, and rather than oh, kill I don't the captain, that either. oh, oh you my don't. god, are you this. kidding me? This was a very defining moment because oh, yeah. now, like, the pirates are oh, in control. Yeah, yeah. And they make the decision rather than go kill the captain, the doctor, and everybody, to go back to the boat so they can retrieve all the muskets on board. That I remember because oh, then they left the two guys in charge. Well, when they get back to the boat, yeah, yeah, there. yeah. They left two guys in charge to like guard, like yeah, and the stuff. rum too. Right. Yeah. Ben Gunn and Jim reach the stockade, but Ben Gunn doesn't go with him. He tells Jim to tell the captain if he wants to meet Ben Gunn, meet him alone at the top of Spyglass Hill. Which, 
He never does. I was gonna ask. I was like, is this a spoiler? He never did, right? No, he never did. Yeah, because this guy never, like, he doesn't appear until, like, towards the end again. Jim no. doesn't even tell him. No, he does. Oh, he does? But it's it's when he goes in the stockade, but they kind of just brush it off and, like, oh, we don't have time for that. We need to prepare for battle, basically. Yeah, I was, like, getting ready for this guy to be, like, a main character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he never shows up again until the end. Yeah. Back on the ship, John's crew celebrate and they get drunk on rum. John disciplines George for disobeying his orders again and orders his crew to ca- uh, lock him up down uh, below. But the rest of John's crew convince him otherwise because John is uh, George is good in combat and they're going to need him later. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like... Everybody's got a value You player. can't trust him now. Mm. George re-swears his allegiance to John. And now you look weak because you let him get off lenient. You need to be firm in your decisions. That's right. That's, right. That's what God, makes a good leader. Yeah. He re-swears his allegiance to John, and John tells the crew to make their way back to the shore, except for two men who will stay behind and watch the ship. And if they need any help, to fire the cannons to get John's attention. At the stockade, uh, like I said, the crew puts off visiting Ben Gunn and instead prepares their guns for battle. Uh, there's a gunshot outside, and it's John with a white flag of truce. Yeah, like this okay. was like this was like a big tactic of John throughout the whole movie. I think he waves the white flag of truce so, like three times, yeah, maybe. Yeah, like two or three times. Yeah. Then only to, so they could talk, right? Just so they could talk to peacefully. Parley. Yeah, it's a brief uh, hold on battle, yeah. I guess you would say. Captain Silver requests permission to come aboard. Uh, and to dis- come aboard the building. The building, yeah, and discuss a truce <laughs> with Captain Smollett. This, I love this part. This part's crazy. So they, they meet with John Silver outside. The captain takes a seat on a barrel. He tells John to sit. There's no other seat, so he just sits on the floor. I know. <laughs> and, and I was a, like, how's the one that get... I mean, like, people can. But I was like, he's going to have trouble getting up. But yeah. John's like, all right, sure. So he with one leg, he just but lays on the floor. He's like, I need one of your yeah. He yeah. looks like one of those like I've fallen and I can't get up he's, <laughs> he's just lounging on his side like talking to them <laughs> well he had to hide the leg yeah right uh, John offers a truce to the crew They uh, oh he offers a deal to the crew they give him Flint's map and exchange he won't kill them all which is very nice of him <laughs> and the first ship that he spots he'll send them to the island to pick them all up and bring them back okay yeah the captain scoffs at this proposal and offers terms of his own if him and his crew come up there one by one, unarmed, he'll lock them up and assure them a fair trial back in England. He tells John he can't find the ship, uh, he can't sail the ship, he can't find the treasure, and your crew can't fight. He then tells John to leave at once, <laughs> and John angrily demands the captain uh, like help him back up, and the captain's just like, no. John has to struggle on one leg, pulling himself back up. It's terrible. I thought they were going to have him like army crawl out of there, just like muttering to himself. I felt so bad for him. It was very degrading and demeaning, in my opinion. Yeah, they deserved everything they get. John rejoins his crew and says the truce is over and orders his attack. The battle begins and... This is some of the worst choreographed fighting and battle I've ever seen really? in my life. It, it, 
Bro. Really, Michael? <laughs> okay, you're, you gotta be sarcastic. <laughs> I'm like, wait, no. No, this, this Michael, is... One of the only things Michael kept saying the whole time was like, oh my god, look at this. He was like, this looks so fake! Like, this looks so fake! Like, what is fucking scenery? What is this? He was very disappointed. I was. This is like one of those times where, alright, so like obviously we're in audio medium here, we're not visual. You have to go and see this for yourself, this battle. <laughs> like, they're, they're, we're talking, like, uh, guys getting shot and no blood. They just hold and fall down. Yeah. It's equivalent yeah. to, like, in A Christmas Story, when in Ralphie's Daydream, when he, like, yeah. beats up, like, the, the, like, the jailbird yeah. guys in the backyard. Or to me, it's like when, um... When when you, there's like fighting in like a play, yeah, and yeah. they can't do blood, so they just like fall. Yeah, to the like ground. they just stab them like here. Yeah, and like, under oh. their, yeah, between, <laughs> between their body and their yeah. arm. Yeah. yeah, anytime a guy gets sliced with a sword, it's just like a thin like slice on their shoulder, and they're just like ah, they're dead immediately. Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, in Game of Thrones, Cal Drogo's got like a whole ass like his arms are, like shoulder wound, off. Yeah. and he's like you know surviving for a while. Yeah. Damn, Brienne well, gets what, bit. One of the guys died apparently from just getting hit by the butt of the, the handle. Yeah. Yeah. Like he gets right in hit the head. on the yeah. head yep. and he's just like, ah! And dead. he's dead. Like immediately. Damn. He's concussed. He's, he's done. Yep. George manages to sneak up on. Oh, this is good too. George manages to sneak up on one of the men and he stabs him through the, the hole in the stockade. And the guy holds the sword mm -hmm. and just falls back on a table. And then there's like a wide shot of all of them getting ready to go outside. And the guy's still just laying there on the table <laughs> holding like, the yes. sword. Uh, They're trying to be, what's the word? Consistent. consistent. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> Good on that director. The, Otherwise, we'd be like, where'd the dead guy with the sword go? That's true. That's true. Yeah, we I would have said that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the fight continues outside. One of the crew members managed... He got shot, and he limps his way into the stockade to grab one of the guns, and he's going to shoot Trelawney. But uh, Jim's hiding behind the door, so he closes the door on the gun, and then this guy chases Jim all around the stockade. And this is actually where... This is... Okay, this is the death where the guy gets bumped on the head yeah, by the yeah. doctor. Yep. And he screams out loud, and he's just dead. Yep. Long John's crew eventually retreats... Uh, much All to his dismay. Yeah, there's like, I know. There's only 20. One. There's five left. <laughs> uh, the captain and his crew take back the stockade, but before he gets inside, John spots him and shoots him in the chest. Somehow he has good aim now. Yeah. Yeah. He shoots him in the chest, no blood. No blood, he just kind of holds his titty yeah. and but just, then, like, walks back. But then came. the next scene, next, like, then the next... Yeah, the yeah. blood did come, yeah. like, on his yeah. shirt. Yeah. The, the next, next frame scene. you see, and then he's yeah. all covered in blood. He stumbles his way back into the stockade, and doc the doctor tends to him, I trying to like, save himself. I was like, oh, no, he's gonna die. And I was like, eh. No, he's no. not, but I wouldn't have been mad if he <laughs> Only Mr. Arrow dies in this movie. Yeah. Uh, it's nighttime now, and... I So, you pointed this out, Toya. How, how do they convey... Nighttime in this movie. This is so annoying daytime, to me. Nighttime. <laughs> it's, it's like they shoot it during the day, uh -huh. and then they put like a darkening filter on the film. And like, I get it because like the technology was limited, but a lot of movies do this, and it, it just is something that is a pet peeve to me because you can still see shadows and shit, and I find it yeah. super annoying. Yeah. I just hate it so much. And I don't it, know. It's a nice idea in theory. The only problem is that when you put a dark filter over film. Everything is fucking dark. Yeah. You yeah. can't see anything. Yep. So, fail. Yeah. 
tried. They worked with what they got. I know. They only had three months. Yeah. They had to get these scenes done. Yeah, yeah. They had to run from the law. You, they couldn't just film in the dark. It, apparently, it's very hard to film in the dark. Like, I mean, I, especially back then, maybe with like lighting and everything, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I mean, I guess. I, I'm sure it's easier now. Yeah. So then the doctor gives Jim the treasure map as a precaution. Here, you take it. Yeah. Nobody wants it. It's hot potato. Here, 12 yeah. year old boy, take this map that they're all killing each other over. Because he, said, well, he, bar said, it's, he said bargain it for your life. Yeah, he's, yeah. yeah he's, he was trying to protect him. I guess so, yeah. I, I thought that was nice. Captain Smollett is alive and he's recovering. Um, he somehow? Yeah, somehow. He warns his crew, though, that the tide tomorrow will bring the Hispaniola closer to the shore and in range of firing the cannons at the stockade. So Which, they, like, alright, if you say so. That's a pretty long cannon shot. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty far. Jim takes it upon himself to sneak Jeez. out in the middle of the night with a knife and make his way back to the ship with Ben Gunn's makeshift boat. Once he reaches the boat, he climbs aboard, and he sneaks his way towards the captain quarters, where he hears two guards arguing with each other. Um, they're both drunk. Well, these are the guys who they left on the ship to guard all the stuff. Yeah, and they were guarding all the rum by drinking it, I guess, because they were both heavily intoxicated. Well, listen, that's how you guard stuff. Good for them. We can't get it if we drink it all. <laughs> As they're fighting, uh, Jim grabs hold of the helm. By the way, Michael, you, you proud of me? I remember that it's called the helm. Listen, you didn't remember that, okay? Oh, no. I wanted him to be proud of me. Oh. <laughs> See, now I was he's so proud of you, too. Now he's disappointed in me. Uh, well... Be, be worthy of real. I'm just trying friend. to impress. I'm just trying to impress Gelly. <laughs> Toya is blowing my cover. I'm so sorry. All right, Toya knew it was called the helm. No, I didn't. I had to look it up. Oh, okay. Remember, we were like, "What's it called?" And then I was like, "Let me look it up." And then I was like, "Oh, it's the helm." Yeah, I said to her, "I was like, this is like the fifth time I'm going to be asking Michael what's this thing called again." <laughs> the wheel. So the Jim, wheel. <laughs> Jim grabs hold of the helm and changes direction of the boat so that it doesn't drift inward. It's it's going like to the complete opposite yeah. end of the island. Uh, one drunk pirate manages to kill the other and stumbles his way to the cannon to alert Long John that there is trouble on the boat. But Jim stops him, and the drunk pirate tries to grab hold of him. He even fakes, like, passing out yeah. to the ground. And when Jim walks oh, by... That was so bad, because they both made eye contact with yeah. each other. They're like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought maybe he was like like giving Jim the wink like I'm I'm like with I'm on your side like don't worry, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But no, he was just looking at him and he just grabs his leg as yeah. he walks by. Ah, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. And as the two struggle, uh, the map falls out and the pirate realizes that Jim's had the map the whole time even though he didn't, but he thinks he had it the whole yeah. time. Uh, the drunk pirate chases Jim around the ship resulting in the two climbing up the mast of the ship. <laughs> that one I looked up. Um, all the way to the top. To the crow's nest. To the crow's nest. Very right, good, Toy. Mm -hmm. Once. Yeah. I didn't look that up. I actually. Boat yeah. <laughs> Once at the crow's nest, Jim points the gun that John gave him, the tiny little pistol, at the pirate and warns him not to come any closer or he'll shoot. Um, the pirate sneaks his hand down and grabs his knife. That was already previously stolen from him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very good. Yeah. Um, before he can shoot him, he's got a knife, and he's like as far away as from me as Hillary. I'm trying to figure out how yeah. he was able to go up like this and go like this and yeah. then throw it before. But why didn't he just like stab him? He throws it and, yeah. and it hits him in the shoulder. Like that's 
It was dumb. It was dumb. Oh, poor little Jimmy. I just don't know how he moved his arm like that. And Jim hesitated. And he's climbing up, too, so how is he, like... Yeah. He uses like, teeth. It's like, yeah. Hold on. It's so bad. He's so, got long arms. Yeah, right? He's long arms, so... <laughs> As uh, Jim gets stabbed, he shoots the pirate in the eye from point-blank point yeah. range again, and again... The pirate just holds his eye, and he's like, "Ah!" It's just... really good aim. Every pirate got hit in the eye. So yeah. he wasn't now even trying. Why they all he, wear eye patches? That's right. They get shot. He in wasn't the eye. even aiming. He just pulled the trigger when he got stabbed. Like, oh. got, yeah. <laughs> and the pirate falls, and he hits the deck, which is kind of gruesome, actually. He just like splat on it, <laughs> and then falls overboard <laughs> over the side. He does splat, splatty splat. <laughs> Jim slowly climbs his way back down. He's in a tremendous amount of pain. Um, and once he, like, somehow takes all night to get back to the camp. Yeah, well, he takes a rough bump, too, when the yeah, boat the hits boat the shore. Hit the oh, he falls yeah. all the way to the... Yeah. yeah. Um, before he leaves the boat, he swaps it for the uh, Union Jack flag, mm -hmm. indicating that they've yeah. taken it back. That was good on him. I was like, yeah! Yeah. Uh, he eventually makes his way back to the stockade. It took a really long it time. It took a long fucking night! Yeah, it was daytime by the time he yeah. got back there. Oh, okay. I need to know this part. Okay. So, all right. So Jim enters the stockade, and he sees bodies laying all around on the floor. Idiot. He let the bodies hit the floor. Okay, sorry. Um, he makes his way over to the doctor for help, but surprise, bitch! <laughs> it's John Silver. Did this get okay, anyone? No, I, I was like, wait a second. I no, was like, I, I kind of knew because there was more bodies than they had last night. Oh time. my god, bro! Did like, it scare you? This was like I, was, I fell sleeping. asleep at this point. Oh, okay. Jump scare. This was like a legit jump scare. I, I was like, what the fuck? I had like the weirdest, most delayed reaction to this. I was watching because at first I was like, oh, they're all dead, and then he was like. He like popped up and he's like, and I was like, and like my brain registered it, and I went. <laughs> like 30 seconds later because I, it was so weird. I couldn't believe they legitimately got me he on this. He really scared me. That's funny. He yeah. looked scary. I don't know. Was, right, so nobody else found it scary. It I guess freaky. it was just you and me tonight. No, I picked up that it was going to be them because I've seen like a lot of bodies instead yeah. of mm. just the doctor, the, the, you yeah. know, the three yeah. bodies it's supposed to be. It was like six. Mm -hmm. Well, this also caught Jim off guard because he faints. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was like, wait, is I he dead? I think he fainted from the injuries though because they said blood poisoning. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. Which is kind of quick for blood poisoning. If and it's kind of weird because he got up before the doctor was yeah. there anyway, too. So I'm like, yeah, I'm like, oh. yeah he's fine. <laughs> Injuries in this movie have a very short oh, time. Okay. Yeah. Oh, but it hurts again. We'll yeah. see another one later. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, when Jim faints, John discovers the map on his body and he hides it in his shirt instead before the rest of his crew wakes up. He doesn't tell anyone. He's smart. No. Yep. George wants to cut Jim's throat, but John tells him not to. And now George and the rest of the crew have reached a boiling point with John Silver, and they've had enough. George, Jim had, you know, John Silver, he's got a little bit of a heart. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's, a good boy. he's got a soft spot for that kid. Yeah. He does. And it, vice versa, too, I yeah. think. Yeah. George and John argue over the life of Jim, and John threatens his crew to try him. He tells them they're all great talkers, but as far as fighters go, Jim is a better fighter than any two of them combined, which ruffles their feathers. They don't like this. Aww. Aww. So, Aww. so George sweet. and the crew gather and tell John that they're claiming their rights to counsel outside. Okay. Because pirate law is civilized law. That's right. Uh, Jim awakens, and John prepares another white flag of truce. 
He climbs up the ladder into the stockade and goes to wave the flag before spotting that the Hispaniola is off in the distance, reclaimed, and crashed the shore way far away from them. So sad. What a, what a moment. Long John calls out the doctor for a truce, which he answers in the distance, and he makes his way over to see what the truce is. Back at the stockade, the Pirate Council has concluded their decision. They present Long John a black spot. On the back is written the word depose. Oh yeah, this is when I woke up. <laughs> but Long John is horrified that they ripped out a page of the Bible. Like how yeah. dare you? Yeah. yeah. Even one of the other guys was like, I told you not to do that. Jesus loving pirates over here. Uh, it was old Job Anderson who came to the decision. Fucking Job. Uh, <laughs> he tells them that even though they're pirates, well, no, he doesn't tell them this, but he tells them that they'll all swing for this, too, yeah. for what they did. Yep. Uh, the doctor has arrived now for the truce, and he calls out for John Silver. George warns John he better return with the boy and the map, or they'll, I guess they'll kill him. I don't know. I guess. Yeah. John makes Jim give his word that if he brings him out to the doctor, he won't run away and try to escape, which Jim agrees and gives him his word. The doctor attends to Jim's wound, and he as he talks to John. Oh, that word just makes Victoria laugh. Wound. I'm sorry. It just wounded. Me. And the way you go. Wound. Her she wound. She thinks I say it's funny. How do you say it? I used to talk about wounds a lot. Oh, you do like a soft W. You no. go wound. Wound. I'm trying not to say it because my grandma years ago fell and she had like a wound. A wound. A wound doctor had to come. It's, and I was would always talk about it and she could never. It's the way she says like yeah, just so casually like yeah, my grandma and her wound. I would be like, is she like okay? Make it sound like she got stabbed in the like. Yeah, like a wound like sounds like a gaping hole or something. That's what it was. Had like it wasn't like a cut or like a scab, yeah, like it was, it was a, just wound. Like a wound. I know it's just funny the way you say out. it. It's not funny that she had the wound. I was gonna say, out of it's context, funny. it sounds horrible. I know it's it. funny the way she says it. it just it's healed, me it's up. healed now. I'm, I'm, I'm very happy. happy. I'm very happy. She's turned 97 today. <laughs> happy birthday, Grandma. <laughs> I'm glad your wound is good. <laughs> I'm sorry, okay. I'm not oh. a bad person. I swear, it's just, just the way I say it. So that yeah. word makes okay. Victoria laugh. The wound. Uh, John tells the doctor that he saw the Union flag flying on the ship and has changed his tune, which catches the doctor off guard. He's because, like, what do you mean? Yeah. Uh, Jim's all better now. He's just, yeah, he's, just, healed. he's just back on his feet like nothing happened. Yep. Uh, John informs them that he has the map now and offers another truce to the captain. He will keep Jim safe uh, with him and his crew. Uh, while they look for the treasure in exchange for his own safety and safe return back to England when all is said and done. The doctor speaks to Jim privately as John returns to his crew. He tells Jim that he will cause a distraction while Jim escapes, but Jim denies this plan, seeing as he gave Long John his word and he intends to keep it. The doctor reluctantly gives Jim back to John and tells him to keep him alive, and he assures him that he will do his best to save him short of perjury. Uh, now returning back to the, his crew with Jim and the map, the crew has a change of heart, and they now trust Long John again. Well, because he got the map. Yeah, so they had the map. Well, yeah, but they didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, so uh, yeah. vote be damned. He's still their captain once more. 
And uh, he returns the black spot back to Joe Vanderson to put back and in the they, Bible. Well, they were like, ah, oh, crumple it up, rip it up. And, and he was like, no, I can't do that. It's the page from the Bible. Back in the book. Exactly. It's just funny to me. These pirates are like, they, they live by the Holy Bible, you know? Well, you know. <laughs> the crew set out for the treasure, and Long John has given up. He's given up pretending, walking on one foot. He's <laughs> literally, you can't see it, but he's moving like he's walking he's on like, two feet. He's like, fuck this, I, I gotta walk. Uh, the two follow the map, and they all stumble upon a skeleton. And even though there is no definable qualities of the skeleton at all, it is literally just bones. Long John identifies the skeleton as Darby McGraw, one of Flint's old crew members. And I'm like, how did you know that? He had his arms up. I guess that was the identifying. <laughs> that's, you know, that's how he. That's how old Darby find, McGraw like, always had his clothes long. or something too. Like no, it was just bones. Know, he was just they didn't find a piece of piece of clothes. You no, know, yeah, I think he did say yeah. that something about his. There was fabric. There's, they found oh, fabric oh, made with, like this is oh. really good fabric or something. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm glad, I'm so glad you caught like, that. I was like, damn, I recognize his skeleton too. You know? yeah. But it was only like a piece, like a like a like a little tiny piece. Yeah. Okay, like a scrap. Yeah. Eventually, they reach the burial spot from the map. Well, the bones are pointing to the direction they have to go. That's right. That's okay. Like his arms are extended. Like yeah. telling you where yeah. to go find it. So that was nice of him in his death. Like, I'm gonna die, but go that way. Go that way. Whoever <laughs> comes next. Uh, everybody except for John and Jim rush down to look for the treasure, but it appears to be all gone. Oh no! John orders them all to start digging. Uh, while he draws his gun, and George is the only one to, he ends up finding one gold coin. One doubloon. <laughs> he comes to the conclusion that John must have made a deal with the doctor, letting them get to the treasure first. George reaches for his gun, but John's got the quicker. Yeah, he shoots him first. He's like shooting people, and it looks like he's not even shooting in the direction of the way they're all falling. Oh, he goes crazy with yeah. the bubbles. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's like pulling guns out of everywhere, and he hits, somehow so, hits everybody. My, yeah. my question was, how do you shoot so? many shots when they're well, supposed to be black powder loaded yeah, that's a good point um i guess he does eventually run out of ammo because he 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 decides Older he's gonna he grabs his crutch and oh, throws oh, it oh, oh yeah i'm like how's he gonna walk <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and the guy just ducks <laughs> like, out of the way yeah and he's like haha missed me yeah, yeah. Like, so out of yeah <laughs> Out of bullets now, the two remaining crew members go to shoot John, but instead they're taken out from the side by Captain Smollett, the Doctor Trelawney, and Ben Ben Guns with them yeah. as well. So he I guess they did back. go visit. Yep. Maybe they did go visit. Yeah. Uh, no, that I night, thought that he just they like snuck appeared. out that night before the raid. If yeah, mm -hmm. and they probably they probably went to they where probably he went said. to Ben Gunn. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is, or okay. Ben Gunn found them and was like, you guys are dumb. Yeah. But, all right. This is my favorite death of the whole movie. So the, the, the two guys that were shooting at John, the first guy gets shot and he just falls to the ground dead. He's like leaning up against a rock. And then another guy gets shot and he does like a full like flip over like the barrel that's there. Mm -hmm. And he lands oh. like balls and ass face first into the other guy's like face. Oh. And the guy who's supposed to be dead, he's breathing by the way too. He's just like yeah, full on breathing. He gets this, like, ass and balls, like, land in his face, and he's just like, oh, like, turns to the side. <laughs> completely breaks he character. He came back from the dead, too. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then the two of them are just laying in, like, the 69 position. No, no. Uh, the remaining men all gather together, and John thanks the doctor for saving him. Ben Gunn returns John's uh, crutch to him, and Ben Gunn taunts John, asking him what happened to Flint's goal. Ben Gunn's cave says I. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So after spending five years on this island alone, Ben Gunn has managed to find the treasure himself, and he stored it all away in his cave. I would expect him to have found it. Like, what right? else do you do? Yeah, you just you're alone, marooned on an island. Yeah. Uh, inside Ben's cave, Captain Smollett confronts John Silver for his actions. Um, but John tells the captain that he had a hand in saving Jim's life, to which Jim and the doctor speak up for mm-hmm. and vouch for his safety. Uh, the captain, in response, grants John a fair trial in England. He loves throwing out this fair trial in England. Oh, That's yeah. like his bargain. Because it's England not is fair. Yeah. yeah. He's like, yeah, England. We're good. Um, and he even allow- he says he'll allow for Jim and the doctor to testify on John's behalf if he so chooses. Wow, thanks. I know he had a proper say in it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, John is smarter than this. Yep. The remaining crew escort John down to the ship to leave the island. Uh, John knows that his bird, Captain Flint, will do no good in a cell, so he asks Jim to take care of him in his absence. And Jim says no! He says no! He's like, no, I'm not taking your fucking bird. His reasoning... His reasoning... His reasoning... Yeah, what was his reasoning? Go ahead. That it will remind him of him... That's like, a nice it, thing. Like, yeah, I thought it was. But, I thought it was sweet. Yeah, but I think he meant it like he like doesn't like. It'll just. It'll be, just make him sad that he's like locked up. Just be too yeah. painful to see. Yeah, it'll bird. be too painful. Like, also, like Jim will be upset being reminded that John is locked yeah. up. So what? Birds I, like sorry. No, bird, no. birds get like upset when their owners like mm-hmm. die. Yeah, or something. I felt so. I was like, so the bird is gonna be, be miserable. Yeah. I thought what was gonna happen then is I thought he was gonna like let the bird go, like fly away. Me too. I was expecting that. What time have you seen that bird fly? <laughs> the bird has yeah. not left his shoulder even through like rocky right, terrain or anything. Did you notice know, in this scene though there was bird shit on his back? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't notice. That's I saw funny. that. I was waiting the whole movie for the bird to actually take a shit yeah. on the screen, but it didn't. <laughs> so they all board the boat back to the Hispaniola, but as they're doing so. <laughs> yeah. This part is just funny to me. John's got one last trick up his sleeve. <laughs> <That> he does. <laughs> he. He, it's literally like he says to Trelawney, <clears throat> excuse me, hey, look over there. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically exactly what he did. And they all fall for it. So John grabs Jim's pistol like, ha yeah, he's got like it right again. Out of his hand. Yeah. And then to add insult to injury, he makes them all jump over the side of the boat. He's like, but I can't swim. Too bad. Yeah. Get out. I mean, they're only in like two feet of water at this yeah. point, but yeah. Um, everybody except for Jim. Jim stays on the boat. Because Jim is going to steer John clear of the channel, mm-hmm. and then once he's clear, he'll drop Jim off on the island yeah, so that he can make his escape. Jim's like, nah. Yeah. As they're rowing out, Jim uh, sneakily steers the ship to go uh, to like curve to the left. Yeah. And John's got his back to where they're going, so he can't tell that they're not going straight. Yeah. Um, and they crash into land, and the boat gets stuck onto the land, and. Jim hops out of the boat immediately to get away from John, and John's just like, push my boat off. (laughs) And Jim's like, no, push the boat off. Push me, no, push me, no. Um, So he... What is he going to do? Come on. Well, John then threatens to shoot Jim. Yeah, but then he's still stuck. But doesn't he then throw the gun in the water? Well, because he can't bring himself to kill Jim. Yeah, yeah. Because even though they... They really like each other. Yeah. Even though they've betrayed each other... (laughs) Like, ten times over in this movie, they both have a liking for each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, John realizes that he's going to have to free himself, uh, free the boat himself. So he tries to pry it out with, like, his oar. Um, well, he can't use his legs. No, yeah. He managed to stand up again in a boat, I yes, noticed. Yes, he did. Um, and as he's doing so... Oh, and he has all the treasure. 
Yes, and the boat with him is a treasure. So he's not all of it. Not all of it. Oh. He does have a he chest. He has like with a him. portion, I think. So he's escaping with treasure. Um, as he's trying to free the boat, the uh, captain and his crew are rescuing uh, Trelawney and everybody who mm -hmm. got sent overboard, <laughs> and they're trying to catch up to John. And this is where Jim sees them coming to get him, and he feels bad for John, and he he likes John. Well, I think he realizes at this point, like, well, there there goes the fair trial. Yeah. So. <laughs> so. Two minutes after he crashed the boat into the land, he has a change of heart and frees John from the land to get him back out to sea. Uh, and he does. He escapes onto the open water with the, whatever treasure that he has. Um, in this rinky-dink boat, he's sailing out into the ocean. Yeah, like how I mean, they Where say, the fuck did this sail come from? I know. Yeah. I know. It just yeah. like popped up First out of off, it just went... Yeah. Yeah. It's like, wait. Yeah, it's I know. It's a rowboat. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like okay yeah <laughs> one shark and you're well they done. say well the sharks will have him now yeah, exactly. um yeah i guess kind of leaving it on a cliffhanger like what if i guess he makes i would out, get right? i would venture to guess that he makes it uh the crew he's long john silver yeah 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 the crew rescue jim off the island as they all watch uh long john silver sail away and bid them farewell the last line of the film is said by the doctor to jim i could almost find it in my heart to hope that he makes it as our last shot of John sailing away, the end. How did they get off the island? Well, they have the ship. Well, they have the yeah. ship was sinking. No, yeah, it, the, the ship didn't crash into the no, island. No, it just docked. It came tilted. up onto it. But it's fine. Oh, I it thought it was, I thought was sinking. Like, no, I thought, they, no, I thought no. that's why he took the little boat. No, no, he was fine. They were fine. Definitely. But, yeah, they could get the... But my question is, who the fuck is manning the ship? Who's sailing the ship? They have the because one, they have one no guy, crew. Right? They have the one guy. I think there's, like... Left at this point, at the end of the film, there's the doctor, there's Trelawney, there's the captain, Jim. Ben Gunn. A ben lot of Gunn. them are left. The really the only I think they have like non-pirate guy that was gone is Ar the Arrow guy, right? I think they have like one other crew member still with them, maybe. Do so they? I don't know. I don't know. It's a small crew and yeah. a big ship. That's all I'm saying. True. And they have like no food. Oh yeah, they, have they no got food. no more apples. Well, I would imagine oh, that uh, that Ben guy. Oh my god, everything in this place makes noise. <laughs> Automatic He theater. probably has a lot of goats, because he had the goat skin, remember? Maybe oh, they'll yeah. take some of his food on the boat with he him. He got goats. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you think Ben Gunn goes with them? That's my question. I or think does he, he did. Or is I he think like... he did. I'd stay. He seems like he wanted to get off the island. Yeah, he was a little stir crazy. He's like, get me out of here. He could use a bath, a yeah. shave. Very hairy. Yeah, he was. He was a little cray-cray. Uh, they might think he's like a witch or something back in England. I don't know. <laughs> Some cretin that came off the movie. Yeah, yeah. All right, closing thoughts. Anybody got anything? They like the movie? Didn't like the movie? We got, we got for me. I liked the movie. It was okay. <laughs> I liked it. I thought for what it was, it was cute. Yeah. I wouldn't watch it again. Yeah. Well, I would not watch it again. <laughs> it was just hard for me to follow. It like was the... also, I agree. It was hard to follow because they used like old-timey language yeah yeah the language like there's a lot of times where you i'm not sure what the hell they're saying yeah, <laughs> yeah. um i would say that like i don't think this movie by any means was like a masterpiece but i found it entertaining yeah like i think you could 
I guess thinking about it. There was it, a good storyline. Yeah. yeah, I guess thinking about it is a really good storyline, I, I guess. I think you could watch this and get an unintentional laugh it was, out of it. Yeah, it oh, 100% getting a laugh yeah. at it. Yeah, it was full of, of adventure and, you know. Like, they could totally make a remake of this and it'd be successful because the yeah. storyline, I, so. I think, is good. Well, if you guys haven't seen well, Treasure Pirates Planet... Well, the Caribbean. I know, but, like, <laughs> of this oh, exact storyline. Yeah. Well, if you haven't seen Treasure Planet, you should because Treasure Planet is the animated spacey version of this and it's really good. Oh. It's really good. I'll I watch it. Yeah. Yeah, like, I... I, I had a feeling this was not going to be my favorite movie that I watched doing this, but I had a feeling this might be, like, one of my favorite movies to review yeah. with, yeah. like, everybody. It was good. Because yeah. I think uh, it's it lends itself to, like, kind of... Yeah. It's going to sound harsh, but, like, kind of, like, point and laugh at it. Yeah. And, like, right. oh, my God, I can't believe but I it did like, it. Yeah. It was cool. And I think, honestly, Long John Silver, like, made the movie. Yeah, he did. Well, yeah, okay. He did a good like, yeah, bug eyes. Yeah, yeah. That, that was my next point, is I would imagine this is probably one of those first cases of, like, the villain that you root for. Yeah. Because... Well, he was, like, a villain, but still, like, he was yeah. a heart. He was yeah. a villain with the heart. Yeah. And, like, he he's the whole movie. He, I, in my opinion, every scene... He kind of steals it. Oh yeah! Like you, you grab, you gravitate towards him. He's doing all the actions in this movie, yeah. so like you're always wondering what he's going to do next, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. So I think he was. I just imagine for the time, it was probably like really cool yeah. that this character is not just like ah, I'm a bad guy. Like he's yeah. he jumps back and forth between sides. Sometimes he's good, sometimes he's bad, you know. So that's kind of interesting. I thought. Yeah. As we said, um, the backgrounds in some of this were just. I mean, yeah. Uh, some of the some of the times you're watching a scene like they couldn't have shot this again, mm-hmm. like this is really what they're going with. Yeah. Um, as we mentioned numerous times, Robert Newton with his one-legged acting, <laughs> like just went in and out whenever he felt like it was appropriate. Well, I guess. I know that they were rushed though. I mean, yeah, they, that's, that's the thing too. That it's a rushed movie. Once I read, because I I did the research after I watched it the first time. Mm-hmm. Once I read that they filmed all of Jim's because. All right, that's all of Jim's scenes, but Jim's in a lot of this movie. Jim's till the end. Yeah. yeah. So like, once I read that they filmed all of Jim's scenes in three months, it was like, okay, they're rushing. So did they skip some scenes just to film Jim's scenes? Well, and most then go back to other scenes. Well, probably? most most movies don't film everything in chronological order. A lot of times oh, they'll true. film I stuff guess, out of yeah. order just for convenience and like who's yeah. available on whatever days. So they probably anything that didn't have Jim that was after the three months. But anything with Jim, which is like 80% of this movie, right. it's crammed in a three-month span. And I think that's kind of why some of this stuff is yeah. kind of just hastily thrown together. Mm-hmm. Right. That's true. Um, I don't know, though. Like, overall, I I probably would recommend watching it. Yeah, I think I didn't, it's cute. I think it's fun. Yeah, like, I think it's just a, f- it's a fun tale. Yeah. Um, if you put it in the mindset of 1950s, I think it makes a lot more sense. Yeah, totally. What's your rating it out of 10? What, a 10? I give it a... Solid seven. Really, I was gonna say six. Me too. I, six, I was seven. Say six. Yeah, in that range. Okay. Mm-hmm. It obviously has a lot of improvement that could have been done. But that, I feel like the improvement comes with the technology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. Too. But I like so a movie like this. In my opinion, like I had fun watching it. That's all I could yeah. ask of it. Like yeah. I had, I didn't dread getting through it. Like Swiss, I'm sorry, Swiss Family Robinson. That was painful to get through a lot of those scenes. Yeah. This, I like the hour and a half didn't feel like it was dragging. It on kept for me. my attention. Yeah. Yeah. All right, that's it. What's the, next? The, oh, you want to know what's next? Okay, so Treasure Island is watched and reviewed. Next time, we dip our toes back into animation. 1951 animated classic. Any guesses? Any guesses? I mentioned it on a pre- prior episode. That's coming up. 
Sleeping Beauty? Nah, Alice in Wonderland. Oh, yes. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah, so and that's another one we've all seen, right? I like yeah. Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. Okay, good. Be sure to follow on Twitter at We Watch Disney. Spread the word and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from. We're on there too, and it's all appreciated. Uh, you can also find the We Watch Disney podcast on YouTube. Just head over to youtube.com slash at We Watch Disney podcast, and you'll find basically condensed versions of each episode on there. So check that out. Also, we always like to mention that if Disney World is your thing, check us out on YouTube at We Went to Disney. We go to Disney World and vlog about it. Food reviews, resort tours, ride videos, all that good stuff. Uh, next up is you, right? You're yeah, in like less than a month. We've been a little inactive because none of us have been there in a couple yeah, of months. Yeah, since like Halloween time. That's we have our, lives. Yeah. We yeah. do have some lives, yeah, but we're uh, we'll we'll start it back up. We'll get uh we'll get some videos up there. Yeah, but you know what I realized? What? I get there on February seventeenth, and uh, Festival of the Arts ends on the nineteenth. So You're missing I, uh, the farts. Yeah. Well, uh, I'll get to like see it. I'll okay. get to enjoy it, but it's like will be pointless for me to review it because by the time the video gets out, farts will be over. You oh, know no, what? You no, no, no. You know, you know why? You know why it's not pointless because we're doing it, and okay. that's always good. Okay. For posterity, because people, <laughs> I guarantee there are. Hundreds and thousands of people who wait for We Went to Disney to show Festival of the Arts. That's ain't nobody, right. Ain't nobody doing it like they us at We Went to Disney. They want to know what the vegetarian thinks of all the food. That's How many right. vegetarians out there going to the farts? I don't know. That's right. So, if you want to see that, you go to YouTube.com slash at... Don't ask Nobody me. Nobody knows I it. Never, this is like I'm so bad at it. I don't we know. went to Disney WWE. official. Ah, there you go. We oh. went to Disney official. Oh, and maybe I'll, maybe I'll ask... Uh, All right. I was, was going to say, because um, I'm going down to Disney for a performance, and maybe I can ask someone in my family to film the performance, you and then it can, if you want to put it on, pod, on the channel. Maybe. I stop myself, because there's going to be other kids and stuff in it, too. Uh, uh, I will include them. Yeah. I'll just zoom in zoom on Zoom in you. on my face yeah. the whole time. Yeah. I'm going to be, be a little grainy. moving around the yeah. stage. There's a part where we're following the theater, yeah. and we're walking in circles, but okay. Yeah. Fine. We'll All right. figure it out. And I think well, you should have someone oh. film it anyways. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. Absolutely, just for you. Anything. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Will we see I'll make Dan blur every other person's every face. Every other out. person's face. Victoria will put me to And I think that's enough for today, so it's going to do it for us. It's a goodbye from Hills, Kelly, Alex, Toya, and Dan, and of course. Thanks for listening to our web talk. <laughs>